0: Your discretion is advised.
1: Everyone expects me to have this this whole journey on how I I stumble upon it, you know, that I've always wanted to be an actor. The thing that motivated me to be an actor was food. Mandate. Welcome to Mandate,
2: where we navigate fresh perspectives and nothing is off the table. Tonight's guest is originally from Windy Wally, Hurricane's territory, but now resides in Damakimakuru, Okilani. He is a Samoan New Zealander actor who's been on several TV series and also several feature films. Uh, TV series such as Shortland Street, Wentworth and also spreadsheets just to name a few and also movies like um, Lord of the Rings two towers uh stickman also Shonie's wedding 1 and 2 to name a few but also the man was a part of the of the comedy troupe called the Naked Samoans and had a stint as a as a TV host on Tangata Pacifica please put your hands together for the incredible Robbie Mangasiva
1: What an introduction I hope I can live up to it. Thanks
2: for having me, gentlemen. No, it's also. Oh, my little love, it also. Now, thank you for coming out tonight. I know it's quite chilly out there tonight, but um, just to, to start the ball rolling, on, Robbie, yep. because um, obviously you've had a plethora of of future films and been on TV and so forth. Uh, is it is there been like in terms of TV and film, which one out of, out of the two has been your most kind of the most satisfying and, and the one that kind of gives you more more of a, a Excitement or like, yeah, man, this is the one.
1: I'd say I'd I'd probably go in terms of getting the satisfaction that um, from being an actor. it would definitely be theatre. I think. I mean, there's some. There's been TV shows. I think probably the Wentworth was. Um, amazing to work on because you got um, good start. You, I got uh, uh, my journey was quite exciting in terms of an actor, um, and I got some good 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 material to work with. But in terms of enjoying what I do, it's definitely definitely theatre. I did a couple of shows. Um, what was it? It was called my my name is Gary Cooper, written by a guy named Victor Roger, and that play uh, I I it was. As a, it was about a revenge story and basically me taking revenge out of the whole family that betrayed my mother, which my mother ended up killing herself because of that. But I loved it. I loved the whole journey of it. But uh, um, that gave me satisfaction. Uh, an, another show was called um, Club Paradiso, um, which is about I don't know if you've seen that. It's about a myth myth. Uh, it, it was a he had escaped from prison. He had um a, a pee. Um, um, he he had a big night on P and ended up um, taking these people hostage in the in the bar and and just completely terrorised them emotionally. Wow. So, but uh, TV TV and, I say TV and film pays the bills um, and uh, theatre for me is as uh, is where as is where um, I enjoy my art.
2: Cause, why is that, Robbie? Is it because it's because the live live audience, live performance? Is it you?
1: Couldn't... I I think it's. For me it's because of that it's the life audience and i'm also i've learned a lot because i didn't go through drama school i learned a lot that's where i did my learning was through was through theater and also the material that i got to work with um because i i feel like i'm boxed in 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 the world of television and film so with theater i'm I get to live outside that box and do things that I wouldn't normally do on screen, in front of the screen. And my, my and the guy that wrote it, Victor Roger, he is I've done most of his shows and um, he is one person that's always challenged me. Is that NC527? Yes, delete. Yeah. It's delayed.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's from Palmerston North. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, he was—he's—I yeah, mean, he's the one—he's the one person that's always challenged me as an actor uh, with his material, and um, continues. And I hope we, we do something soon. Oh, awesome, yeah.
2: awesome. I didn't even—I didn't realise you didn't go to drama school nor that.
1: I did. Didn't. There was one point I did—I—I'd actually signed up the application form and stuff, and I was going to take it into Toy Toy Fakari. And I was, and I'd gotten, and I was working on a TV show called Sketches Down in Wellington, and hori Ipinne and David Finney were working on that show, and that's where I got to meet Dave for the first time. And I got to work, and I was working with them. And then I said to them, I had this, I had the application form, and I said, Hey, look, I'm thinking of, I'm gonna apply for um, Toy, and they said, Don't. I said, Why? You've already got your foot in the door. Keep going. Just keep going because once, if I had done drama school, that would have been about three or four years, and I couldn't do anything else. But he said, "What you've you've already got your foot in the door, and that's what everyone that comes out of drama school wants to get is having that foot." So, forget about it. Don't worry about it. So, I always always thank Dave and and Hooty for that advice, and here I am, yeah. still doing the stuff.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, um, how did you get? To that place like what got you into acting um
1: i'm gonna take my beanie off Yeah, it's it's sick
0: yeah.
1: It. I do you know what the funniest thing everyone expects me to have this you know this whole thing this whole journey on how i ca- i stumble upon it you know this amazing thing that i've always wanted to be an actor the thing that motivated me to be an actor was food and i'll tell you so <laughs> i got my first commercial uh, I was at a sixth form at St. Pat's uh, in Wellington, and I was, doing, I was doing drama class, and my teacher, Tim Gordon, comes up to me. And it was actually three of us. So it was myself uh, and three, two of my mates, Noel and Henry. And he said to me that I've got a casting mate that's looking for Polynesians for this commercial and asked us if, I, if we wanted to audition for it. I said, yeah, we'll audition for it. So anyway, the next day we caught the bus. From Gabini to um, to Courtney Place, and in the bus where we're going, Sully. So if you get it, I'm I'm gonna congratulate you, man. Okay, yeah, me too. If you get it, I'm just gonna be so stoked for you. Because okay. So we get to the casting agent, and we stand in front of the camera, introduce ourselves, and the casting agent says, "Goes okay." So what I want you guys to do is pretend to walk down a corridor. Right, cause this was. To give you perspective, it was a, a back to school campaign. There was a time when people, you know, the Labour Party wanted to get guys to go back to school. So they, this is a big campaign for them. And so the casting agent goes, I want you guys to imagine you're going down a school corridor, and each classroom, right, is a career for you. All right. So when you open that door, look excited. I guess I yep, yeah, 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 sweet, sweet. sweet. So another door and be something else, look excited. <laughs> So all three of us stand up (laughs) all three stand up but stand up there, camera's ready as she goes and Action Sully. Bold in front of both of them. Hold the camera. (laughs) They didn't get it. The other two are going. (laughs) <laughs> and she said Cut Oh fantastic Well done Robbie Well done Okay that's all we need On the bus <laughs> Quiet as <airs.
3: laughs> No one comes no, no one comes This guy This guy
1: I was uh, quiet <laughs> I <It> was quiet <laughs> <laughs> we just sitting there I was just like You guys okay? <laughs> <laughs>
3: Should we get my head
1: Yeah we were weird, But we couldn't see the camera <laughs> But I ended up up getting that commercial. My mate Henry, my good mate Henry, always reminds me of that story. (laughs) So I get the commercial, I turn up on set, and I've never been on set before. It's the first time I've been on set. Walk on there, get my um, costume makeup, and then I walk outside to the green room. And it's a table full of food. It was just heaps of food. I come from five boys, there's five boys in my family. And when food hits the table, Good luck, <laughs> every man for himself. So I saw this food. It was just like apples, chocolate biscuits, everything. I stood there and looked at this table. I oh, mean, wow. Guy next to us, kind of unit guy who just looks after all the, the cast and, and all that table, looks at me, looks at the table, and goes, "Just some food." I said, uh, um, "Oh no, sorry. Right. You know that table's for you guys." He goes, that table's all for you. All that food, it's all for you guys. Oh, okay. <laughs> 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 and then I thought to myself, how do I get more of this so I can get the food? <laughs> so I asked someone, and I said, "I just basically asked them, I said, hey, how do I get more jobs like this? And case you get yourself an agent. So I went through the yellow pages and the white pages, looked up an agent and called them and had an interview, and they took me in, and that was it. But my motivation was that unit table was the food and then from there it just kind of my agent just slowly got confidence in me so i was doing a lot of commercial earlier on and then eventually got to a point where she would give me um auditions for dramas and then from then on it was just kept on going and Jeez. going so
0: that's cool oh, man.
1: it was that table it was the that food table, table that man. motivated me to be an actor.
2: But Ready? you were, what, form six? Form six? You, you form were six. Four. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Wait till a man's heart.
1: That's right. Yeah, it's man. food. It's food, mate. No. Nice. It's food, that's it. <laughs> but everyone expects me to have this amazing story about, you know, I always wanted to be an actor. I grew up in theatre. No. <laughs> it was the table of food. <laughs>
0: are you still friends with those two guys yeah
1: I <laughs> right. he, yeah Henry is as a, as a, as a good mate of mine I don't know where Noel is but it was just funny that silence in the bus man. it was I'm yeah, <laughs> oh, <we're>
4: gonna congratulate <laughs> bro man that's <laughs> a cool story <laughs> <laughs> oh man um, just uh, you just sort of sparked a thought in terms of that experience where you're lucky there's this food a
0: table mm, full right. of food
4: and you're you're keen to have a feed, but you're not sure, yeah. um, you know, whether you're allowed to. And it just made me think about, um, I think a lot of us find ourselves in that position where there are things out there for us, but mm. sometimes we think, oh, like, you know, maybe yeah. we're not. And, and so I'm sort of curious about um, your thoughts on on being in that position, but also how men can find themselves in that position and not feeling like they belong or that they're entitled to help, support or, or anything like that. Give me that again. Um, so, <laughs> I just go too far. <laughs> um, so, just uh, in it's terms it's of a, um, our men um, not feeling worthy yeah, or, or yeah, yeah, right. not feeling like they're allowed to partake in blessings or higher supports or opportunities. Yeah, hmm. um, it's a tricky one. That one,
1: um, I think. I, I, I mean, for for me anyway, speaking for myself, it's like I. That whole, exp- it's that, it's that ma thing that, that mm-hmm. we have, you know, as pollies, I think is installed in all of us, and then having the courage to actually reach out. Um, for me, it was, f- I became familiar with my surrounding, and then once I became familiar and trusted the people around my surrounding, that's when I had the courage to say, okay, this is how I feel. Will I be able to, I mean that guy on the table, right? I, he, he, it's just he was there not knowing but he was there he, he just kind of opened up his arms right and th- I think that's the key as well and knowing the signals on when to say okay this guy is probably going to help me so I'm going to I'm going to go for that for that guy for that that guy just opened up his arms go Tully that's all yours man go for it and I feel like there's there's so many barriers out there and recognising what that looks like and in having to just I don't know, find, finding a way of for me as community for for me to come back that is my community and familiarity with with my surrounding before i hope that made sense yeah, no, yeah it's cool. you know. but still
2: but it, it, it takes a lot of courage on robbie because you said the, the, obviously the food is a funny story but for you to get back home after that after the the filming and then go you know i look at the yellow pages I got to find out I need, I need to find an agent like yeah. that's that, that's 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 ballsy in itself. Like you like okay for an agent, and having no idea what to expect, and you get this agent, they they have no they don't know who you are, yeah. and you go, like, I'm just I'm just gonna do it, and that's that's quite rare. Like even now, yeah. but even back then, it would have been even rare.
1: I think I wouldn't be here if I didn't have that that courage. Mm. You know, I mean, I'd, I'm not to say I'm courageous or anything, but the drive for me was was the food, that was my goal, and then actually doing the job that I enjoyed that, and then I mean, I'm, I'm thinking materialistic kind of thing. And then the, when I saw the money in my bank account, I thought, mm. okay, this is how I'm, this is, this is how I can get extra money. You know, because back then after school, you used to have an afternoon, afternoon you know, after school job, right? Mm. Using the paper or doing whatever. So things like that was quite, that wasn't rare. That was looking up, like going through the yellow pages, looking for a job or going down the fish and chip shop. That was installed in us, you know, True. that was that was common. That wasn't a foreign thing that it is now. So, so, so for me to look through the yellow pages, and I thought, fuck, I'm going to find this agent, whoever they are. Found the agent, because my motivation was okay. I need more money. I'm getting money from doing the courier thing, but it's not as much. I'm now getting more money from from doing this commercial and having free food as well at the same time. And but then as years gone, went on, I I kind of realised, okay, I've, I'm actually, I'm, I'm, a, I'm quite I'm quite I'm good at this. And even when Hori and... Dave was saying Look You're good at what you do Okay And we normally Wouldn't say that And you've got your foot In the door So keep going Just keep going And f- just trust your instinct Kind of thing So But no yeah, But I, I go back It was it, well, That wasn't foreign to us Looking for a job You know we, we, There's no ma there It was just like That was part of our That was part of what we did Do you know
0: Do you think that was part of Survival back then as well Seeing our family yeah. struggle
1: Yeah But I think I think it wasn't just in in Wellington anyway. It wasn't just it wasn't just Pacific Island mm-hmm. kids, or it was also I had a lot of Balangi mates that we all had after school jobs. Yeah, yeah it was yeah. a thing, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Because, but then in saying that, all that family, you know, I mean, we were comfortable, but any money for us, we had to yeah. make that ourselves. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, I had friends that didn't, you know. They didn't need pocket money or didn't need after school jobs. But I also had friends that had it, but it was a sense of that, okay, fuck, whatever. Well, he's got, a, he's got an after school job. I'm going to get an after school job mm. kind of thing. So, but yeah, it is a, a, a little bit of, yeah, I don't, yeah, I can't put it to a, just a Polynesian, but I think it was a, yeah, it was, I think it was everyone at that stage, mm. at, at that period. That That's um, so
0: true, Yeah, because I think back in, um, and my first job was when I was 13. Twelve yeah the dairy, just because yeah. I saw one of the boys working yeah. there, and you're sitting outside in the pie loading up the the fridges and doing the bread, and yeah. I was going, man, I want I want yeah, a yeah, job, yeah. I want a, yeah. I want to um, play spaces right next to the dairy and say, Yo. yeah, and then I went myself, and yeah, you just asked, dairy. yeah, that was just yeah. part of it, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. and it wasn't until they got to high school and the, the girls started calling me dairy boy, then I was like, oh no, I better go find a new <laughs> job. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, do you know what? I always wanted to be a milkman. I, always, I did the paper run in my neighbourhood, and I always Because they used to come down, oh, I thought they were the coolest guys in the world. Because I used to live in Strathmore, and there was a hill, right? And then I could hear them. I could hear the, the truck. And then they'll come down, and I'll put the brakes on, slide, and I'll thought, oh, man, that is the coolest thing in the world. I want to be that guy. Never got it. Never got it. I always, I was always a guy with a paper, and I always did the paper in around neighbourhood. Or well, I don't know if you remember those red bags where you got given. There, where you spin your um, litter box, and you put all the clothes that you didn't need, and mm-hmm. then mm-hmm. so I used yeah. to deliver that. And then I used to be, I did rubbishman. I did that, and that was really good money, hard work, and you stunk like poos. But it was just like you know, I you just did anything just to get that money, kind of thing. I mean. I mean, to be all, in all honesty, I didn't do very I didn't do very well at school education. I, you know, I, I still struggle today to read, and I and I'm an actor, you know, so I have to work a lot harder. I know with a, so I still have to work a lot harder when I get my scripts. I have to read it a few times before I I I, I understand it. But back to school, the only thing I ever did pass was rugby, and then drama. So I kind of, so I, I did rugby for a little bit and then I, was, I did okay and then I just came to a point where I thought, no, I don't want to do this. It was just like, I think it was a, it was a I think about it now, it just kind of hit me now, it was just that act and that passion to and drive to be an actor because I actually put my rugby, my rugby aside. I, was, I basically, I gave up rugby when I was like my early, I was about 25, 26, I gave it up. And I just said, "No, nah, I'm going to follow my, I'm going to follow, follow my heart." To the disgust of many of my coaches,
2: <laughs> because you were you were you were quite an athlete in terms of rugby. You no, know, was it. It was obviously obviously you see a lot of Pacifica and also Polynesia, Maori yeah. in terms of rugby and, and sports. And so, just you saying that it just didn't phase you. Just in terms of like, you know what, turn my back on rugby, I'm just going to go acting. Yeah, no, it
1: didn't phase wow. me at all. Yeah. But I also had kind of really supportive parents as well you know they understood what i kind of wanted to do and that was that's been one of the foundations of why myself or you know my brothers as well are where we kind of where we are is because of my parents and being that you know it's weird because when when dad was in samoa he was strict as man and then we came back cuz i was born in Wally, went over to samoa lived there for a little bit then came back but i remember the old man just being really strict in samoa and then when we came back but then as he got a little bit older wiser he kind of understood he kind of understood that he could he could see the potential i mean he was disappointed as well but i said Dad, I don't want to be an actor And i said yeah you, you just yeah you do what you think you do your thing but i also think that he could see that i could prob do well at it he was seeing evidence that i was i could do well, hence that you know I was getting commercials, and then you'll see my bank account
3: goes Um
1: But uh, yeah, so I, I had yeah, mum and dad were really supportive, really supportive oh, in, awesome. in that sense. Yeah,
0: man. Do you ever see yourself as a trailblazer for our poly actors? No, no,
1: no. Uh, I've I've been told. That, um, but I don't. I, I don't. Yeah, yeah. I think. I think for me is. Um, I think it puts pressure on me to to achieve something that I have no control. Well, I do have control in yeah. some sense. So I choose not to accept yeah. that kind of thing because it puts a lot. I mean, you know, I suffer. You know, I don't suffer from anxiety, but the whole, I don't need that on yeah. top of mm. the. The tra- not trauma But the The difficulties of Trying to you know, Waiting for the phone call Or yeah, and, yeah. You know having Doing the audition And missing out And You know it, I've got to cope with that Kind of thing So um, I mean it, But I'd like But i do it to the best Of the, my ability And if people And if Polynesian um, People see that I'm doing well Then that's my contribution mm. You know I still haven't achieved What I want to achieve Um Uh, And I'm still on that journey So I will get to a point Where I I know when I've uh, When I've hit it I haven't hit it yet And um, When I do hit it I'll ring you guys And I'll have a chat about it Oh man
4: Awesome Awesome awesome. Man um, You Mentioned Earlier about the um, With the TV And movies being boxed in And some of that frustration Oh not frustration But you just mentioned Mm. Um Uh, that sort of scenario I wonder has there ever been a time where you've kind of the motivation hasn't quite been there or the passion or even the heart to an extent hasn't been there and you've sort of considered maybe pivoting away towards something else
1: oh definitely it wasn't that long ago it was actually just after COVID and it was just after I'd finished um, the last season of Wentworth I was stuck in we were doing season nine, I think season nine and season ten, and and uh and then COVID hit, and then I ended up being what was supposed to take six no five months, I ended up being in stuck in Melbourne, the whole year for most of the year, and then but luckily I had my son over there, but that being away from my family, and then I just. It was a lot, and, uh, and there was other stuff as well, like personal stuff was starting to get to me as well. And I, then there, was one point. It was the back end of um, back end. We were nearly finished, and I had a an episode on set, and what had happened was it's a scene, and I learnt the lines right, and at home, I got it, but in my heart. And in my head It was like No you haven't got it You haven't got it you haven't. There was just one There was I don't know I forgot what the name, the word was But there was one word That I just keep on hitting And I would stumble Or I'd forget the word But knowing that Like in my heart I, I mean I thought okay, I've got this But deep inside I, I knew I didn't have it So I get on set They call action They turn around on me And I just could not get it Cut Do it again Robbie Cut Stumble 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 and I had a really, and thank thank God that I had a really supportive cast and crew. I lost the plot and I just punched the desk because I got to, I think it probably be 10 and I just couldn't get it. Punched the table and stormed off set and I was just so pissed off with myself. I was like, stuff this. And that's when it hit me. I said, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to do it. I think it was a combination of just being away from home and also there, you know, I wasn't happy with what they'd done to my character and, and especially coming to for for a character that had been there for the longest, one of the longest uh, serving characters and they decided to do that. And so it was just a combination of everything. And then I walked back on set and then they just said, look, we'll just go, we'll edit it so you get it. So from then on, every time I turned on turned up on set, I had this anxiety which I've never felt before. This mm. hideous anxiety of just like, oh, I'm not going to get it. I'm not going to get it. And I'm going to, luckily, I did manage to get through that. And then after that, I had a, I got back home and I just didn't, when I left Melbourne, I said, I don't want to do this. I want to do this. And then I started looking at my mate who's a fireman. I thought, fuck this. I'm, I just don't want, I want to stay away from this. So I started looking at, Googling whether to be a fireman Because I, I, the, my, I, I've got no other qualifications Apart from the acting So I had nothing else Started Googling But then I had a word to my agent And bless her She said to me Robbie Give out our terrible year Right Take the rest of the year off And this Take the rest of the year off And then when 2021 comes around We'll have this conversation And if it's still what you want to do You want to give up this thing I don't think you. Ha- I don't think you should, because I think you've. Yeah, you know, I think you're a very talented actor, and if you still want to do it, then we'll call it quits. I said, sweet. So I had the rest of the year just to chill, ride my motorbike, um, chill with um, my partner at the time, and just hang out with my kids. And in 2021, came along, had that conversation. I said, okay, I'm ready. I'm ready to get back into it. But he. But thank. They slowly started, if they didn't give me big jobs, it was just like um, guest roles, because they were were scared that I might get to that point again. Apologise for my burping, it's disgusting. Ah, Oh, good. So they slowly kind of worked me into it, into 2021, and then, was it 2021? Yeah, 2021. And then it got to the point, it goes, okay, I'm ready to, and plus I was, and and on top of that, I was doing work with my counsellor as well, just to find out where that stemmed from that anxiety, why I went there. So, and that's the other thing too. I, you know, um, I'm quite open. Yeah. So, so, yeah, so that that was the the only time that ever happened to me. But I've now got tools. So if I get to that point again, I can go see my, you know, my counsellor or my therapist about stuff and talk about stuff. I'm openly, I've got good mates now. You know, we were talking about community before. So I've got good mates that I can go to. And talk about stuff, you know, real and then I've got my mates and I just like to have a laugh with, you know, and then it's just a group, but I've got my little community. You know, my mates that I that I laugh with, they've got my back, but they I can't I can't have the conversation that I have with that guy, you know, because we go in depth and we really so that's been a and that's been one of my saviour. And also just not wasting time with people that yeah, you know. That don't serve me. I I I don't want to be around people that that I have to work, you know, to to please. I've always been a pleaser. I like to please people, and I've gotten to a point that I prefer to please the people that are in my community. Not everyone else that addicts. One hundred percent. So, <laughs> 100%. You know, so. Well,
0: what do, oh, thanks for sharing that. Yeah, so bro, That's that's, that's so cool and just just normalizing some of these. Um, these nuances because yeah. like, it's quite foreign to yeah. our people yeah, <laughs> especially yeah, yeah. our generation so um, just wondering like um, this journey in these last few years that you know um, in terms of seeking help and identifying certain yeah. things in your life um, was it was it tough to like go and seek the um, the required support or were there people that pushed you into that direction or you just was it just like how you um, found your agent, like going through the yellow pages? Yeah, like, yeah, it was
1: a little. Uh, it was a little bit of that. I mean, uh, it, it, to be honest, the last two years, last two years has been really difficult for me in terms, just some personal stuff as well. But um, it was, I like I mean, for example when my bro passed um part of the, my family the certain part there certain family members that dealt with it their way the way i dealt with it i was really open you know when people ask me how i'm feeling i'll be re- i'll be straight up i feel great i feel great today and i am feeling great i'm not bullshitting but if i feel like crap i'll say no today was a bad day today was a really bad day or my uh, ex-girlfriend at the time she was always she was she always she was always there for me. If I felt like shit, if I'm driving and I feel like shit, if I will bring her and talk to her and say this is how I'm feeling. And if there's she we can't solve it, then okay, I need to book my a time for Janine to, to have that session. But I was always open. And if I felt like crying, I will cry. You know that whole thing. I would never suppress what was there because I think that I just find that that's dangerous. You know, so, I was always quite open. So, if I needed the help, I'll just go. I'll just go and, see, and seek it, kind of thing. But, uh, but yeah, and be, but it's funny because the last couple of years, it's funny, it's been, it was a, I mean, it's, it's probably been the worst year of my life, you know. Um, but just in terms of some stuff that have come up and also my career, you know, there was one year oh, I hadn't worked at all did not work, you know, and that was the longest period I've ever not worked. This year, I've done one job. I haven't got anything booked for the whole year. So I'm thinking, so that whole thing of going, oh, when is the next job? Am I going to be able to pay my thing, you know? Because people have this perception of actors, Godzilla, well, you're rich as, because <laughs> we're not, you know? Unless you're The Rock, yeah, then, then you can say he's rich. But the reality of being a new, an actor in New Zealand, yeah, I'm doing well as an actor in New Zealand. I'm one of the... You've, you know, I'm a handful of actors that are constantly working. But that doesn't mean I still have the same stress that everyone else does, yeah. you know, when is my next job, you know. Because I get, I get to the end. I just got to the end of the last job I did. Two weeks before we finished, I'm always, I'm, also, I'm, I'm thinking, jeez, I've got to book another job, you know. Is there something coming? And then you ring your agent because is there something coming? And then when your audition come along, you try You try so So hard to try And get that one And you never get it And it's funny The whole thing That the, the, See all the jobs That I have got Are the ones That I didn't give a poo about Because <laughs> I was relaxed yeah, yeah You know And people saw that I was relaxed about And then the jobs You really really want Because one you got to pay your bills You've got to pay this Pay that They see They see the desperation Casting agents see the desperation So You don't You never get those jobs So it's yeah but yeah so you, you get you and you get to a point it's funny I'm sorry I'm all over the place yeah, it's here good. um but the last two years has been difficult, but I got to a point it was so bad that it kind of it weirdly enough opened up what you wouldn't you 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 wouldn't normally see because you were blinded because of your you were comfortable and the last few years has opened up my eyes and it's to a lot of things about me kind of thing because I was put in that spot. Where I've never been before, you know, emotionally battered and everything from anxiety, everything from worrying about the next job, you know. You see your bank account going down and you're thinking, where the hell am I mm-hmm. going to get the next money? You know, and you're just thinking, sheesh, sheesh. But then, as bad as that is, it opened up in my eyes goes, oh, sheesh, okay, I've never seen that before, you know. I've never seen that before. So in a ways, that... That sh- pardon my French but that shithole that you get to it can be a good thing as well because mm-hmm. it awakens you to, to to see things that you need to do about yourself kind of thing so yeah sorry about that that was no, a no. Was a no. of That's, this,
0: this series a, yeah this good yeah because yeah. yeah, one of the things man we have a lot of different guests that come on here uh, and um, and without the party we wouldn't be of met some of like the celebs and part of our our podcast is that yeah we want to celebrate our locals but also celebrate um people that we been watching all these years, Mm. like for you, someone's like celebrity, but we want to humanize them as well. Because people think, oh man, everyone sees the end result, but not knowing, shucks, they're just like us, man. They go through the same struggles as us. Same thing, same thing. Mm. And so just hearing you, um, you share a bit of that, man, yeah, just like us, also. <laughs> yeah, and, but that's it. We're no different. Yeah. You know, it's the same stress. Yeah. But un- un-
1: unfortunately, for me, as people see in the spotlight because beca- yeah. you're in the spotlight, they have this persona or this yeah. thing that, oh man, you're this guy. And I always get that. <laughs> I hate, and I hate it. So, solo, you're rich you're riches. and said, do you know how much money I've got in my cancer? <laughs> Can I borrow some money? <laughs> You're paying for the <laughs> yeah, You know, but it's like it's it's no different, you know. It doesn't matter what we do, it's the same it's the same troubles, it's the same emotional roller coaster. We go through the same thing, you know? it Doesn't matter. It's
0: not worse, eh? Yeah. Mm.
1: It's I don't know what I do i do, I have no idea. <laughs> but I wouldn't do anything else. Yeah. That whole thing, you know, of, that whole thing I said before, it's just like having a job and then waiting for the next job. Yeah. Whether you get it or not. And then not wanting, you know, they've been, yeah, as I said before, the last two years, I man, I haven't worked. I have done nothing. Done nothing at all. But it's taught me to look at, you know, it's taught me to, to how to cope with that yeah. if it was ever to happen again, you know. So, so wow.
4: It must be, um, interesting as well, just as see and feel the love and support that come in those times of need yeah, um, yeah. I remember you mentioning um, one time about um, the superhero in your life being your mum and um, so I imagine that when times are tough um, being able to pull on those sources of strength like yeah. your family and, and, yeah, yeah. and I know your mum means a lot to you yeah. um, but I was just curious about your your upbringing with your parents and yeah. perhaps some of the traits that you've pulled that helped make you successful that you've pulled from your parents
1: I definitely have to say my mum all, all the traits that she has uh have been from mum like everyone else mum was a cleaner for many many years and she was a workhorse and continues to be a workhorse today you know she's 72 71 71 71 but she continues to be that workhorse you know she would clean you know it's the same it's the same you know we you know you guys know the story they would clean all night and then come home and then cook make sure you guys have got make sure i had lunch and then off we go but i used to follow i used to when i was a kid i used to follow my mum all over the place so i my traits come from my mum. the hard work i feel comes from my mum. it's it's the same with my brother mickey um and same as my brother all all of my brothers sorry dad dad (laughs) dad my father was a blessing my father was a dreamer you know so we got that from him um, he just you know, he had a lot of a lot of dreams but unfortunately it didn't come to where he wanted to be. But he was always he was he wasn't scared to, you know, I mean, in all <laughs> he the old man yeah, being a dreamer kind of cost our you know, I think it kind of cost our family in in some way financially and period with our our life because he was such a dreamer and bless him because I wanted him to succeed. It was just his execution wasn't. Um, he hadn't done much research, so his execution kind of backfired, and hence this is where they are. But and I don't and I um, you know, I mean I used to blame him a lot, but now it's just like no nah, no nah. without you you your drive to be. To have that dream we wouldn't have that right now but and yet for us we we can you know we can control it and do the research so then you know we can achieve our dreams but so we we get the dreaming the dream from well, being a dreamer from dad and a work ethic from mum. but um definitely mum definitely mum mm-hmm. <laughs> sorry pops <A> Love you. <laughs> <laughs> But Dad, but see, Dad knows as well. Dad, Dad knows that, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the old lady's got dementia, but she still works, man. She oh, still works. It's amazing. Yeah.
2: Just to talk about dreams, um, Robbie, because you know, there's there's a lot of us out there. Obviously, there's a lot of men who have all these dreams yeah. and aspirations and, and so forth, and a lot of them they see a lot of the barriers and the things as to why they can't fulfill those dreams. Yeah. In terms of your, your your own journey, your own experiences. What have been? What has been some of the, some of the finding, the, some of the defining moments where you feel like, man, I just, I just know that this is the, this is where the, the avenue, or this is the route I need to take, in terms of me accomplishing my dreams. Just some words of, of um, encouragement for our, our, our fellow men,
1: or just following your dream yeah, and yeah, and
2: being able to, to follow the dreams, but even in the midst of adversity.
1: I think adversity is part of it, eh. It has to be, but otherwise, if you have a dream and it becomes easy, then you know. Then everyone, everyone is, is possible of that, but adversity is is part of that because without adversity, you won't learn, you won't learn from you know. I mean, you know, that's um, you won't learn from your mistakes, kind of thing. I, I you know, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm. I mean, I've I've made some mistakes. You learn from your mistake. Um, barriers is is is. is it, I think it's it's necessary. I'm not making any sense at all. No, no, but, no, no oh, you, you are, know, you are. But I think, yeah, I I just think adversity and it's just um. It, it <laughs> yeah, I don't it yeah, comes past them. Oh, it's past and of of, of of yeah. Um, but I mean, just uh, uh, just a thought in itself it's just because I know a lot of we know a lot of people that have the dream of doing it. Yeah. But I've never I'd never know what to say to them to say, you know, apart from because I don't know whether what, what I I say to them is going to be the right thing to say. You know, you say silly, so just go out there and do it. Well that's not enough. That's not enough. But I th- I think it's the not knife. No. for me, for me anyway, I want to leave this world knowing that I've ticked all the boxes. And how to do that, if I I mean, I still got the dream of, my dream of becoming, um, you know, my dream of going to America and making a living there. That's my dream, you know. It would be the same as B. B's hit it now and Mm. he's, you know, I admire that man and I look up to that man, but my dream is to work over there and, and, and make a name for myself over there. But I know, I know how to go about that, you know. I know exactly what it is that I need to do. I know exactly what the, the, uh, my, my weaknesses are and what I need to do about it. And I need to strengthen that weakness. Um, and I, but I think, I also think if you've got a dream, you've got to know exactly, it's, it's having a plan to, to mm. achieve that dream. You can't just say, oh man, I've got a dream. But no, yeah, you can have a dream, great. Okay, let's write down Ooh. what that is. You know, Talk to people that have similar dreams and then just write a plan, you know, uh, uh, probably a, a one-year plan or even a first-week plan because of, of just putting down to do. Okay, I've got to do research, ask this person, blah blah blah, and then just build that list. I, th- you know, yeah, I th- yeah. yeah, It's just having a dream is one thing, but also just doing the work, whether it be research, whether it yeah. be you know talking to people, and to achieve that dream, is to having a plan. It's literally having a plan, and then just following that plan. Hey shit, you're gonna fall, but again, you're gonna learn from that. Goes well, okay. I'm not gonna do that again. But cool. Yeah. but I oh think follow gosh. it, man. I seriously just if you've got a dream, just leave this world knowing that you have you, you actually gave it a go. There's nothing worse than leaving this world thinking whether you're sitting outside on the porch or whatever, or sitting on the beach and say, you know, I wish I'd done that. I wish I'd done it. Do it. Just do it. You know you might fail but then you'll know okay i did it i did it didn't work out and it wasn't my dream but at least i, I at least i did it that's, that's what cool, i want to man. do i want to tick the box i want to tick every box i want to sit out there with my grandchildren and said i did everything i've got no regret i can easily go now that's easily cool. go knowing i've ticked all the boxes
0: that's so. cool man that's cool i hope that makes sense <laughs> <laughs> Come on, i'm encouraged because i'm one that's of those great. guys that I'm a dreamer yeah, um, and I talk the talk, but the walking part is like, well, the planning part. So is I'm like, the same. It's, it's the barrier. So yeah. like just hearing, okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. You're offering me some stuff that it's the same. I need to do. Okay. Take the risk. Yeah. Do a plan. And yeah. I got, we, That when we first started, we were just a bunch of guys dreaming. Yeah. <laughs> and then like um Pete and his wife have really pushed us to like, but was this the podcast a dream for you guys? In terms of um, the purpose, yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's been many times we will sat around and go, Oh my gosh, what are we doing? But these guys keep on pushing us in. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, 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 yeah.
0: And so, but our so, dream, uh, in terms of the party, our dream is man be number one in the world. Yeah, this sort of cross. Yes, <laughs> you know. Yeah, and so, um, but. we... The execution and the planning. It's the planning. It's just the yeah. yeah. But I feel, I, and, I feel like, anyway,
1: I, and I also feel like for me anyway, I once it's the asking. Sometimes mm. it's the asking, it's asking it's and, and not day. knowing, not knowing, like, not knowing because what is my next step? But I feel like I know for me, once I know what that step is and I know exactly what I need to do to get there, I'll go for it. Mm. You know, I, you know, it's not, it's, but it's the hardest. It's like going to the gym. You know, it's like going to the gym. It's like you sit there all day going, oh, man, I could just easily stay here. I could easily just stay here. But once after two hours of work, you finally get to the gym and you're working out, it goes, shit, yeah, okay. Okay, yeah, you know, you feel you've got, you but it's just that it's the next. That's I'm
0: i on the same. That's true. It's you want to dream, have the mean dream, ass body, yeah. but if you ain't putting in the work or even following yeah. a plan, yeah, yeah that's too true. relatable. Man. Yeah, it's yeah, but relatable. it's just like
1: getting to that. It's like I'm exactly the same. Once, and <laughs> once you get there, it goes, yeah, oh, uh, yeah, oh, so if I do
0: that, email that person, and then I okay, go, boom, boom, and you go. Is that part hard? Like, because I I wonder if that's a, um, a barrier for all of us Like that fear of Asking
1: Yeah Yeah It is I, I feel like it is mm. You know I still I'm, I'm exactly the same I'm exactly the same But it takes me Ages before I get around to it Like um, Like now um, I'm starting to look at Other avenues Besides acting Just in case You know Like a recent, my, my, my my brother's Got his first Feature film out And I thought Fuck it Sorry Pardon my friend Sorry um, I said Stuff it I'm going to ask him whether I can shadow him into – because he's a director. I want to shadow him and see whether directing is another avenue I can suit into. But that took me ages, you know. I, I thought about it for yonks. I thought about it. And then I, all I had to do was ask. And my brother said, yeah, sweet. That was it. <laughs> you know, because – but we built this thing up so yeah, bad. Yeah. And then when it comes to doing it and you do it, it's actually an easy answer. because, yeah, yeah, you do this, do that, ask that person but make mm. sure you do this, do that, because, oh, all right, sweet. Yeah. Yeah, but it's yeah. just that,
2: yeah. It's true. It's, true. it's like you, you, you said, oh, Robbie, sometimes we, we create all these stories create, in our minds, yeah. like, oh, self-sabotage, yeah. yeah, self-sabotage, and then we get oh no, this, this is why I can't do this, because of this and that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But without even We build step, it up. Yeah,
1: yeah we do. Mm. We build it up. I think sometimes you just need to step off. It's just step step off that cliff. Mm. Two things will happen. Either land on your face, or you make it. Move. Or you make it. You food. land on your, <laughs> <or> <laughs> your, your <laughs> face. <laughs> you land on your. On your. Or you. You land on your face or you land. Or you fly.
2: Yeah, that's good. Or you land on your face. Pause. Fly
0: after. That's part of the acting. <laughs> pause. The pause. The jump. goes <laughs> oh, land on your face. Okay, whatever. out after that. Or you land
1: on your feet. There you go. Yeah. Land on your feet. Oh that's
4: awesome. Uh, there's, there's something there though I think um, About like We don't want to be a nuisance to others yeah. So it's like That scenario yeah, yeah. specifically About like We don't want to bother other people Die. So we worry about like Oh have I covered all the bases yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I'll ask But by then You know The moment's yeah, gone yeah. Or whatever has happened Yeah. And I don't know What it is That makes us yeah. Scared to be a nuisance I
1: Sometimes mm. I was talking I had a chat today um, uh, I don't know if you know you know Lance? Um, Savali? Savali? No, 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 that the dancer. Oh, um, oh, um, that label, um, Dance. oh, oh my gosh. He's got that label, Pirates. Oh my gosh. Anyway, I made a, I made a mind. I had a I, I had a sorry Lance. I forgot, <laughs> but he has this um, amazing label, Pirates and something. Oh my gosh. I'm just. T- t- but Lance knows what I'm talking. But I had to chat with him today about it. And here's a guy, here's someone that is just like, you know, he's not a computer whiz. He doesn't like replying to... But he has just got so much charisma when he's selling. Like, he's doing everything that's ever kind of wanted kind of thing. He's got no fear in terms of just approaching people, Mm -hmm. you know. He's approaching everyone. And this is a guy that's, you know, he grew up in South Auckland as well. He came through, you know, he had trauma throughout his life, but he's just like... I was just, I, I sat, I was actually inspired by him. I sat there, I had coffee when I sat there, but he was explaining to me, he had done this t-shirt thing and that's going really well. And now he's tapping into, he's a musician to the musician. And now he's tapping into the entertainment world and he's trying to build this world where um, our Polynesian people can um, um, help. You know, this because there were some Polynesian kids they don't fit our school system, yeah. you know. They learn different, you know. They hear a beat, yeah. you know. They function different. So he wants to tap. He wants to tap into those kids and help them out because that was how he kind of grew up, you know. But he was just amazing. This guy It's just like cool. he's just. I he, was like just sitting there listening to him. And go, Sully, you are totally inspiring me. You know, he has no fear.
0: Mm-hmm. But
1: I feel like it, I don't. I don't know from watching him today. I just like you're the sort of the guy that just doesn't even. He, he does think about it, you, but but it's like what you said. We think about it too much and then yeah. it becomes this big thing and then we just like shy away. I feel like when a, an idea of something that you want to ask, ask it straight away, mm. you know. Mm. It's just like, okay, I've got this question. I'm just going to ask it. So what about this? He goes, oh, sweet. Now it and then they tell, nothing's going to happen. It, two mm. things will happen. Either that person you're asking doesn't know or say, oh, ask this person. but And that's it. Mm. you know no one's going to say something. shut up get away <laughs> you know but it's just like it's just that not thinking about it and just go just do it, but it
2: makes I mean, sure, that, yeah it makes you wonder Robbie into into all sorts how many opportunities we have missed because we were too afraid to ask yeah
0: Close mm. <laughs> mouth don't get fair eh? yeah it's like, true though mm.
1: right it's true mm. and so yeah, heap
2: heap yeah that's my
0: goal that should be our goal this week like just Every time you get just do it. Just ask. Just it. ask. Just
1: ask.
2: Just ask and then come back
3: <laughs> I
2: always
0: wanted to be a milkman. Yeah. Can I, be oh, okay. milkman? <laughs> I won't ask that person. Now that's true. That's so cool. Sorry. That's, cool. that's, cool. that's mean. It's
4: that's funny you mentioned um education there. Um mm. so, I'm a teacher. In my uh, my day to day life.
1: Yeah,
4: and I'm a uh, teacher. So you in guys, man, so Pacific now. Nah. But yeah. I totally get um, yeah. when you were saying that like, mm. our people learn different, and so I feel weird when it's like there's a curriculum out there where everyone should be at, at these levels. Yeah. But I know my kids. I see them every mm. day. Some of them, that's just not them. Like yeah. they have, they're super talented in some areas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it's you know there's pressure from wherever to make sure they're progressing along this track, but you just know yeah. this is their path, this is their talent. Yeah. And mm-hmm. if you can just foster that and encourage it's, them, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know.
1: It's finding that way to tap into that talent so then they can, you know, they, they can shine, you know. I mean, so I found – school was not for me, man. I I tell you that, school was not for me. I, I don't know whether I had a – and I always play the going to – being born in, born in Wellington – Going to Samoa because when I left here, I could speak English, and English was my only language. And then going to Samoa and having to learn Samoa, and then when I left Samoa, I was fluent in Samoa, couldn't speak English, and then came back here again, and she's like, "Oh no!" And then my cousin trying to teach me English again, so I had to learn the language over again, kind of thing. So it was, I don't know whether it had anything to do with it, but from from then on, man, school was just not for me. School, I, even I, there was one teacher that said. Bless you, Robbie, for coming to school. <laughs> I feel like you're not going to get anything. There. But I just, you know, I just, I, I enjoyed school for my friends. I didn't learn. I mean, I learned something, but I failed everything. It's, it's weird. You know, you go to the exams. You know, Mum and Dad always say, "Did you study?" Yep. <laughs> and then you get to the exam. I always remember all the exams I did. I was saying and just thinking to myself, what. What the hell am I doing here? (laughs) Robbie Mangasiba.
3: (laughs) What the hell?
1: (laughs) Looking around all the ballonies going, yes. Mm -hmm." (laughs) (laughs) And then just thinking, okay, I don't know that one, but that's A. That looks like an A. B. C. (laughs) C. (laughs) 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 Finish. And then looking, I knew. I knew I left there. I failed that. Mm. I failed everything. I failed everything. Luckily, you know, I'd stumble into acting and that was my pathway. So, but now nah, school was never for me.
0: <laughs> you just reminded though. me about exams, you know, the multiple choices. Yeah, multiple and you choices. you get to it like, oh, inky, pinky. <laughs> 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 but I, I would get it. like that, I would get like that, and then I would land on C, and then the next time I land on C. See, okay. oh man, I nah, change that. I like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're going,
3: oh,
1: nah, I'm, I've checked too many Cs.
3: Yeah, yeah. Hey, <laughs> <A>. hey. <laughs> <A. laughs>
1: I knew it. I knew it. And even when it came into the mail, I was like, "Oh, how did you guys it? Hmm. I don't know. Have a look. <laughs> it was like, "No, that hasn't it hasn't come in the mail." <laughs> you got to eat for excellent. <laughs> oh man. It's just like I don't know why. I don't know why. I said, yeah. I mean, I look back and just
2: like, it was case, man. Robbie.
4: can you imagine though just (laughs) thinking about it like you were quite blessed uh, to find acting but i just imagine for a lot of our young people who like see the fails and the bad grades and they're like Mm, they start to think something's wrong with me yeah if everyone else is doing okay in school and i'm the one failing yeah what do i do with my life and like i just thinking about that you know it's
1: that's a Sad. hard one. eh? Yeah, That's man. a hard one. And especially on top of that, not having the support. I mean, there's some kids out there that don't have the support mm. at home, you know, that are going hungry. And, I mean, I just, you know, it blows my mind on how those kids survive kind of thing, you know. I I mean, I can't fathom that. I just, just like, it's, yeah. yeah. And if I don't know what to do. I, I don't know what to say or do to help them kind of thing, you know. That's and I, And you just hope yeah but there's also those kids that um there's also those kids that don't learn that don't fall into that um that that that, that education structure that have that talent you know they have that natural talent whether it be music whether it be art or anything it's tapping into those guys it's that's because sometimes you don't know and they they, they yeah, kind of yeah. they, they fall through the cracks and it's actually to trying to Figure out who those guys are and then just tap and bring them out. It's like, okay, no, this is where you need to go, kind of thing. But mm-hmm. in terms of trying to figure out how those kids survive, it's just like, it breaks my heart, man.
0: It, mm-hmm. Yeah. Jeez. Well, Jay, you got a massive job. Too much pressure on you, though, you know. Yeah, I don't know. You just,
4: yeah. Yeah, just I just have to do the best. You have
0: to, yeah, It's from a K teacher's K a, point yeah. of view, though,
1: what do you mm. do when you, because I'm sure, do you come across kids that
4: absolutely like some of them? I'm do? like, you're at school. You're somehow you're expected to learn when there's family drama going on, yeah, yeah, and yeah. somehow they're just meant to sit at their desk and do work. Mm, yeah. I always find giving them the ear, like listen to them, just hear them out. Right, right, right. Um, so the kids know they can express themselves if they have to swear to do it. All good. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, you just yeah. express yourself freely to me. All good. I always find the flip side of that is like I feel really drained going home sometimes, yeah, and it weighs yeah, right. on my heart heavy. Yeah, and it's like I still have to give the love to my kids and my yeah, wife yeah. and my family, and and brush it off. But it, it feels weird to pretend I'm all good when really I've heard oh, this horrific story. Yeah, yeah, yeah mm. absolutely. And that so I'm still trying to find you. a way to balance that. It's still mm. an ongoing thing, but it's yeah. it's tough.
1: Do you have avenues, anything? Like for me, motorcycles is for me.
4: Mm. I did notice you love motorcycles. motorcycles. And I was going to ask, what yeah. is it about riding a motorcycle that just gets you? It used to be surfing.
1: Uh, and then I discovered motorcycle. It's the freedom. It's being able to get on that bike and get out of the city. And once you're out of the city, like I hate yeah, Once I'm out of the city, it's the freedom of not being because we li- The thing is we live in a beautiful country I've done the South Island a few times But it's just like on that road With your music Nothing else matters Because mm-hmm. all you're concentrating on Is riding that bike and taking in the thing And taking in your surrounding That is my out And every time, I, every time I feel like crap I put my gear on, hop on my bike and go I used to have a Harley And I used to have these massive speakers there And I used <laughs> to put my sounds on and i was just like cruise and have my sounds just pumping out that was my thing but motorcycle is that's cool. it's having an out especially for what you do i think for everyone yeah. i think for every man is having an out yeah. and having yeah. a somewhere to when you feel like crap having something that you can go to for example me motorbike it could be anything that's outside of your realm that's outside of your world you know, mm. something for you. It's the first time that you want to be selfish. That you should be selfish because, in the end of the day, you want to look after you, mm. and it's finding that avenue, whatever that looks like for you. But I think I, yeah, and that that would possibly take possibly take away some of the, all, all mm. the stuff that you're taking taking on board from listening to these kids.
4: I have actually found something. Found the last school holidays. What is it? Um, so as well as Six. just feeling the breeze in the wind. <laughs> <Sorry. Sorry. Sorry. laughs> when well,
3: you can get <laughs> honey. <laughs> no. No. What it, honey. No. on me,
4: man. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. It's going to sound really random, but a- flying kites. So I, I just found like on a hill wind that's amazing in nature, and just like it's just me thinking about what it feels like to fly. I love just, that, yeah. No, it's it's cool, me. So absolutely, so I so love so that. Yeah. Do it,
1: I love that.
4: That's my new, cool. new go to, man. When I need a de stress, yeah, driving out somewhere on a hill, flying a kite. That I'm is awesome in the zone, jeez. We, we, we did Thanks, We do this We do this stuff. it. Was awesome. yeah. Thanks, I just did it school holidays, like school holidays,
2: holidays. School holidays. Have you always so like done bro, it
4: though? Never done it. Just did it five weeks ago, six weeks ago. Yeah. So visiting my cousin out in Wally, went to the beach, got kites for the kids. They couldn't get it going, gave it a try, and I was like, man, hooked. Sorry.
3: This I'll try another just one. This <laughs> <Yeah>. is my kite. This is my You know am <laughs> you know, yeah. you know, to professionals. I like this. <laughs> I was there for hours Just riding the, couch. <laughs> <laughs> the <laughs> 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 my off oh, Come back six cool. hours later He's yeah. still
4: there <laughs> That's awesome well, Yeah nah yeah, fell in cool. love with it So me and my cousin That's that's our thing now We go together They get big too There's some and big ones eh hey? Yeah yeah Jeez. So we're gonna upgrade That's wow. cool So
1: like you could like Um advanced to you know the kite surfing that they have have you seen the oh, kite surfing oh damn Sully I
4: hadn't even, even thought of that need a big
1: need a big kite <laughs> they're oh. powerful those things with that wind have mm, I mean, you seen them those yeah k- yeah the ones yeah,
4: that yeah, yeah, yeah. on the water it? planted a seed right there yeah, there you go that's cool. That's cool. so that's awesome mm, I love yeah, that no, thanks bro I love that I'm gonna
1: look bro. out for you I'll look out for <laughs> you <laughs> oh, what's your one also? you oh, gotta have one. one what's your one
2: my one oh
3: <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry,
2: sorry. Oh my How did you know you were my, my playlist? How did you know my playlist?
4: <laughs> Must be the last uh, <laughs> last science, <laughs> man.
2: Oh, man. I don't know. I think just recently, um, it's still, it's still out for me. Art and music, music's always mm, been yeah, my, yeah, my, yeah, my go to. Yeah. So music is always um right now I've, it's just been um, ACDC, ACDC has just been my my thing um in the last few weeks, bro. I know it kind of sounds weird, but yeah, ACDC just um yeah. So that's on my playlist. Yeah, man, and my, my I guess my first song right now I've yeah. been listening to it for for some time now it's um thunderstruck. I don't know, it's just yeah yeah. And so it's just it's really can't be done, especially in times when I feel like kind of stressed. But it yeah. has been. It's a good yeah. it's a good question, but as it's every time I'm feeling a bit kind of stressed, I just put on a thunderstruck ACDC and oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. It just kind of gives. It's giz- having giz- that avenue, man. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. It
1: doesn't matter what it is. But see, that sometimes it's that whole thing, right? It can ease, So, you know, when you say, f- when you say, fire kite, <laughs> that could easily go the other way. <laughs> yeah. Are you
4: serious? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry.
3: <laughs> but
1: then you just go, so what, man? Yeah. Yeah. Ah, your Just one. Own, it oh, it. own it, own it. You just own it. But yeah. it's, I think, yeah, mm. I think it's important for men to have that escape. You know, we get, yeah, geez, we've spoken about it before, man. We, men are getting hurt, bro. Man, we're getting hurt out there.
0: It's hard to be a man. It's hard yeah. to be a man.
2: Because, what, what are your thoughts, Robbie, in terms of? Obviously, we talk about men of dreams and, and your own dreams, but in terms of the our men and and, and these in this day and age, in terms of the PC and. Mm. Uh, masculinity so forth and all these things that um you know we, you know people have been talking about men being demonised and so forth. Mm. What what are your thoughts in terms of the, the climate nowadays?
1: Oh, it's it's a hard one to navigate, you know, at, at the moment, you know. It's just but for for me, I've just gotta be honest with myself. In terms of, I've never had to. I've never come across. Like I see it a lot. I see it a lot. Men being demonized, and I, and I think it's unfair. Yeah, wanted. There are men out there. There are assholes, mm. and you know that probably have put a, given men a bad name. But there's what people, what people tend to forget. There is. I mean, there's a lot of freaking good men out there. There's a lot, lot of good men out there, and for me. It's just I, I, I've just got to be I've just got to be really honest with myself, you know. I'm not going to change who I am. Mm. People know who I am, you know. I'm not going to change myself because the society asks me to. I feel like I, I know I'm a good man, you know, mm. and that's all I that's all I'm going to go on. I know I've got a lot of friends, um, that are good men, you know, but I'm not going to change. I'm not going to. I'm not going to change. I'm not going to change for anything else. I. Can, I mean, it's you know, it's it's hard to talk about it because I know. You know, there'd probably be people out there probably demonising me now, but the thing, the fact is, I've got to be honest with myself. I'm, I am a man, and I'm proud to be a man, and mm. that is it. You know, I've, I know what is wrong and what is right. Mm. You know, and that's, and that is important to me. As long as that we've got the foundation of what it is to be a good man, I don't care what anyone else mm. says about us. You know, I know what it is to be a good man. I'm a good man, mm. and I'll continue to be a good man. So. That's good. That's, That's good. good yeah, yeah. Well said. I mean, yeah, I don't know. It's a, it's a hard one. It's a hard one to...
0: What are, your, what are you guys' thoughts? I know, it's your thoughts. Th- I'm just wondering. <coughs> like, we have our ideas and our... You know, our ideology and yeah. our values around what it is to be a man. But, like, I'm not going to go out and um, judge or make someone else feel yeah. stink yeah, if yeah, they yeah, don't... Yeah. Um, what you call it? If they don't believe the same thing I believe, yeah, like, yeah. and I think it's just as a society, it's just learning how to, man, respect each other and and um, stop trying to cancel each other out yeah, yeah. just because of our views and yeah, yeah. and just let us be men. There's what, what there's a nothing bit different. There's yeah. nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong know?
1: with it. Yeah. We let other people be themselves, kind of. you know, and. And I celebrate that. Yeah. Whatever makes you happy, yep, I celebrate that Mm. and I'm with you. Just let us be who we (laughs) are, you know. Um. We're not asking for much. I mean, end of the day is... This world wouldn't exist without men Mm -hmm. in the reality, you know. This building was built by men, you know. And the thing that just flew over us was built by men. Without men, this... But being, you know,
2: mm-hmm. so oh man, you you're, you're treating a, th- a fine line. Though, I right am, treading, yeah, but that's you're, you're right. You're but, right. Yeah,
1: but they, I'm. You're people right. are scared to say that. Yeah, you know, that's right. Oh God, oh, bless. Her. I'm. I'm. You know, I'm awful I mean, you know, I'm people that know me. I'm a huge supporter of women's rights, yeah. always, and I'll always back them. Women's rights, everyone's rights, but we've also got to be realistic and be real about this sort of thing, mm. you know. Yeah,
4: and that's
1: so cool. Yeah, and you hit it on the on, on the
2: head, like you said, realistic. Yeah, we can live in a fantasy world and have these different point of views, but in terms of reality, and you see these things. That's that's reality. You can't live yeah. in a world that's kind of made up of people's ideology or fantasies yeah, yeah. and think, oh, this is this is my reality. Yeah. When in fact, when you really look at it, it's not real. Yeah, some of the things. Some of the things. Obviously, we got the woke. You know, people think about the woke movement and all that kind of stuff and then you have to transgenderism yeah. lgbtqa all that kind of stuff but but charles was right you know we we accept people for who they are um, this yeah. it's about understanding people
1: understanding where they're where they're their at, needs and needs. What, where they're happy um, with I'm, yeah. I'm 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 all for that i'm all for that
2: but also in the same token you want them it has to be um reciprocal mm-hmm. yeah you yeah, want them to yeah. say hey I, okay i'll get you okay, this is where you stand this is your belief this is what mm. you your values are all oh, good I'm not going to judge you, oh, this this guy's a bigot, this guy's a, mm. a racist, whatever. Mm. You know, and I think this is why we need to have these laws and these conversations or <laughs> yeah, yeah, or yeah, yeah. so people can understand. People think, mm. oh, why don't these guys debate? Why don't they ask these guys a different qu- questions and so forth? And the whole premise of this table is not about us debating with our guests and all that and this mm. is what I believe and this is my, my belief. It's about understanding. And if yeah. we can understand it wow, and agree to disagree, yeah, well, wow. mm. and... and Display to the viewers that oh this is how this is what it looks like when we actually have a conversation and talk, and not go oh no and not be defensive oh no that's I'm I'm right I'm right you're wrong yeah and this is how it should be being civil to each other, um, loving towards each other and but also say hey Mm. hey that's all good hey that's what you believe in sweet ass but hey you're still my friend at the end of the day I still I still respect you at the end of the day, and so I loved it I loved it um, Robbie (laughs) because. It is, it is quite tricky. It's
1: very tricky to navigate through that. I mean, you know, even saying what I just said before, you know, I know people will be saying, mm. oh, what a dick, what a mm. dick, but that's just the way it is. It, you know, what stems, as long as you're a good, I mean, I, as long as you're a freaking good human, you know, you're not a dick, mm. and you're respectful everyone, mm. yeah. everyone. You have that respect. It should be okay, but, to yeah, I just think... Yeah, getting it's hard it's 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 hard to be a man mm. right and right now it's mm. it's hard you, you've actually got it there are times where you just have to kind of go oh, okay no yep that's all right you know hide how you feel about being mm. a man you know it shouldn't be like that mm. it shouldn't be
0: like that and yet it's, they want us to talk more they want yeah. us to be more open and yeah, they,
1: <laughs> it's and it's hard, it's hard, it's hard like to a, talk. Yeah, it's hard mm. to talk, and men, especially. I know, I think I just oh man, it's becoming like a men's show, but I, yeah, it, it is. It's that sort of barrier or that sort of um talk, it actually makes men not yeah. want mm. to talk and f- tell them. <clears throat> I mean, what are we? I mean, you guys know what's the stats in terms of how many men take their own lives. It's high in it's terms It's high, of eh? Especially in our communities. It's, it's More high. More
2: so in our, our men.
1: It's yeah. It's high. It's high. Because I you know, you get to that point when and, and and it's often. It's happening often and you hear it lots, you know. Even on during the media, you just think, Did that person take their own life? Did that person take mm-hmm. this life? Or did that person die from natural causes? You know? So it's just
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Just it is, I'm, I'm glad you 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 said that because you know, like you're saying, people you you say those words, people will just chop you at the knees. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. But yeah, man,
1: we're good men.
0: We're good we men. Are. We are good men. Just we're don't be a dick, men, but let us hang our dicks. <laughs> yeah. No, like that's good. not just No, we got. I got to edit that le- out. Yeah. <laughs> that edit that one. Yeah, no, no. Um.
1: but just have Robbie
3: go Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah just, just, edit that
4: out <laughs> 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 Uh, I was gonna say, speaking of that, I remember seeing a picture. <laughs> uh oh. Um, I think it was it. Um, uh, I think it was a show called Christ Almighty, and um, you oh, it was a, a red- donkey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> With the yeah, yeah, very, uh, very highly endowed there. But um, the, the real question so, I was gonna get to was that was real. <laughs> No pups, no (laughs) pups, all into... Okay,
3: cool. cool. That
4: was (laughs) No, 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 no. no. Uh, But the other thing I was going to ask you was about... um, You mentioned earlier, and I think it's something that a lot of us can relate to, at least I can personally, in terms of being a people pleaser. And sometimes you just bite your tongue and you just smile and just get through it and give people what they want because you're scared to disappoint or whatever. Mm. But when was the transition from being a people pleaser to being someone who is just... As you are speaking what you feel and being really authentic, when did that transition sort of happen for you?
1: I'd say in the last last two years, that's happened to me. Um, Pleasing people. It was, yeah, it was the last two years of realizing I actually need to look after myself and I need to find people. And because I got to a point where I would be with friends and I didn't have to work, it was just natural. I felt at ease, you know, I knew exactly who those people was and goes, why is this easier? And then I would be with other people where I'm working, working to police and making sure they're okay and all that sort of thing and Goes, this is really, and i started to notice that. I started to notice that. So I thought, so I got to a point point. goes, you know what, I don't, I don't want to do that anymore. I don't need to do that anymore. I'm just going to do it with the people that I want to be with that are in my community that I feel comfortable with. Don't get me wrong, there are other people. I still discover people, you know, you, you first, I still discover people and goes. you've met for the first time, goes, yep, that's my people. That's my person right there. Not that Not that person, you know? So I've, I haven't locked myself out. It's just I'm still, I know, if, even if I met them for the first time, because I want to hang out with that person. That person gets me. And we're on the same kind of thing. So that, I've now... Got to a point where I could I recognize that and it was the last two years so it was the last two years and I always remember working so hard to please people and being it become it's, it's not as intense as what you go through when those kids tell you those um those horrific stories or those sad stories but it's along there where you just feel like you're overwhelmed and you just get home and goes oh my god that was so hard why does it have to be like that I can just you know I, I I can just. Well, I want to be around the people where I just feel comfortable at my with myself, and be at ease, kind of thing. So mm. yeah, but to answer your question, without everything else, last two years I mm. learned that it was during that time where I went through that. That shit time of, yeah, was Gee. when I realized.
0: Yeah, oh, cool. Mm. That's cool. Brings makes me think about something, um, Peter Latini. Um, talked about like when we asked him what is self care to him, yeah, and then he spoke about, oh um this idea of community care, yeah, Because self care is about you, and we still need that, like yeah, yeah. just finding outlets that um rejuvenate yeah. us and and but he talked about having a community. Uh, being around people that add value to you yep. and that yep. you're not just zapping out and people yep. are taking away from you, but you're you, um and you spoke about you got these communities where uh people are adding value, mm. you can share mm. and, and it's like the, and it reciprocates yeah. so um yeah I've I I got no question, but <laughs> yeah i yeah, I think you also get to a age you know i, I yeah
1: think, you do do you start to see that or? I know, I'm, yeah, I know. I'm, I, I mean, we spoke about it before coming in. Um, as I get older, it's just like I just don't have time anymore mm. to, you know. I'm I'm on limited time here. I'm mm. Fifty-one in the weekend, so I'm I'm on limited hey. time. I just want to enjoy. I don't want to enjoy without working. So you know, without I want to enjoy it by being around the people that I don't want to be around. You know, I don't want to waste time trying to please other people that. Don't add value mm. to 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 my to, to me or you know oh. selfish. That may sound, but I'm That's just good. looking yeah. after looking after looking after me mm. and my kids and the people that matter to me. Mm. Yeah. You gotta
0: be selfish to be mm. selfless, like yeah, in order to add value to <laughs> others. Even you you gotta look after yourself. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Even yeah. that word itself, selfish. You know, you do, you do have to be selfish. Mm. You do have to be selfish in terms to t- 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 take care of yourself. Yeah. Not not many people do. Because mm. those things that you do to make you feel better, like motorcycles, that's mm. sad that to me. So I am going to be selfish. I'm going.
0: Yeah. You know? Yeah, and that's uh, cool. 51, man. Kudos, bro. 51, man. Look. Still look, a, a Still a, a skax deluxe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey. Still do, it, still. <laughs> still, still a day. everything
1: hurts. Everything inside hurts, man. Everything. But
0: How's, uh? what's... Cause you've ever since we've watched you on the screen, like you've always looked solid. um, Like, how's um, health and fitness? What does it mean to you in terms of your self care?
1: If I I still go to the gym, but I don't go to the gym to look good. I go to the gym because I want to stay here for another forty years. That's the thing. It's me moving. You know, gone are the days where you know I used to. You know, I was the guy that always used to take a shirt off. You know, you go to audition goes, Take your shirt off and goes, Oh my gosh, really? We're doing this? Mm. So now for me is going to the gym and looking after myself. It's all about how long I can I can stay here for. Mm. That's the most important thing to me. That's good.
0: What was that feeling like If when you used to go into these auditions mm. and they get, take your shirt off? like, Did you feel like... I used it. Don't oh, get me wrong. Oh, I yeah. used When I first
1: started off, I used it. I used it because mm. I, I was the guy that always took the shirt off because, okay, well, if I'm going to get work, oh, yeah, I'll take my shirt mm. off. But that was my early 20s, 30s kind of thing. I was happy to do that to get the work. But then I got to a stage where I was getting booked on and said, really, you don't want to see my shirt off. <laughs> Seriously, we're past that now. So I'm 40. Come on, mate. <laughs> but... um. Yeah, don't give me. Oh, I, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. yeah. I used it just to get the work, you know? So I was always there. We did, it, we did a show called The Strip. You know, strip, the, yeah, the, the, the Strip. Strip, yeah. So <laughs> that show put me off chicken breast <laughs> for life. Because well, we were on a diet. We were on a oh, whole oh, whole yeah. <laughs> diet because all of our strippers, because we turned up on this thing. We turned up on this, we just did this production and, you know, we were, I, we went, I wasn't, reasonable not actually I wasn't in shape. I was I was I wasn't bad but I wasn't in shape. And then we had like some ridiculous amount of time to get into it. And being a New Zealand production, they didn't believe well like we approached them and said, We need a personal trainer. We need special food. So they Mm go and they said whatever. We'll give you a gym membership. The rest is yours. And I said, And you expect us to look cut? But for our vanity and ego we thought, No, we've got to do this. So it was just like chicken breast, egg, um, egg whites, broccoli, the whole time, protein, training every day. Um, and um, so, and then I, and that was the stage where I just used to take my shirt off. It actually stripped, because of strip, my career, I was always the guy who goes, I'll take your shirt off, I'll take your shirt off. And then when I, so we got, to, we did this thing and we were cut. We were in real good shape after th- the shoot And then it only took me like Three weeks To put it all back on And more And it was just like This is no way to This mm. is no way to To do it But that put me off I don't know That was Randomly said that But that, that's what put me off Chicken breast for life <laughs> Ever again I don't know why we went there I don't even yeah, know no, no, but I liked that. That. I remember watching <laughs> yeah. the strip big, Yeah
2: big well, What one
0: the? oh. Yeah <laughs> so, Sorry. But
2: Because but, it's interesting Because it Was there ever a time Robbie When you felt like there was a You were typecast Because of the strip mm. And the having to take off your shirt And Because I know it can be quite cutthroat In terms of the
1: uh, the Film yeah. industry
2: and, and so forth and Yeah how, if, if So how, how did you deal with
1: it Like what the heck I think it's, if you're starting off You just go with it You know Because it's work You know if, that, if I was known as the guy That took the shirt off Yep You know I'd get roles And then Wear you know, there'll be a scene, and they'll always add some. that always said on. Then Robbie's character takes a shirt off, kind of thing. So you just roll with it. For me, it was just all about getting the work, and I say, "Yep, yeah, I'll do that. I'll do that." And you have to if you're starting off and getting a, trying to get a name. And then you just got when you've established, and then you say, "No, I don't want to take my shirt off." You know, get that guy to take his shirt off. Look how cut he is. You know, but it was like it was it was just part of the game, and you played it. And you take, you know, if you, you just go with it. You just go with it until at that point we said, nah. Or they look at you because, now nah, yeah, you're too old. Put your shirt on, kind of thing. But um, yeah, you just roll with it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it got me the work.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Do you think we'll ever see um, Nick of again?
1: I'm hoping. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping. I've had, um, <clears throat> I'd really like us to do one more theatre show. Just to finish everything mm-hmm. we did, the last show we did on stage was the magic show that we did at Civic for the Auckland Festival a few years ago, a couple of years ago, um, which was in collaboration with Conch, which is um, uh, 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 theatre company done in, in Wellington, and it was an ex- amazing. It was it was Naked Sam was doing magic basically, and it was an amazing show. We loved it, but I feel like. We need to finish off being the Naked Samoans. Originally, the Naked Samoans were, as you know, probably uh, Shim Pao, Lelisi, Mario Ngawa, David Vane, and Oscar Kightley. So, and when they performed, they had no props, no nothing. Wow. You know, and just one couple <coughs> of likes. And I want to finish the Naked Samoans being our last show, being the same thing. No props, nothing, just naked it's with Samoans. But those guys are busy, and it's a nightmare trying to get us <laughs> all together to do that. I mean, I mentioned it to the boys, and I'd love to do it with them. So that's, yeah. So to answer your question, yes. When? Don't know. Mm. But, but um, yeah. It'd be nice just to finish off, just yeah, to sign yeah. off and say, that's us. Yeah. So you cool. Know. But those guys are amazing. I'm, I always yeah. remember Dave asking me the first time, to be part of, we were actually working on the strip when Dave approached me to be on the Naked Samoans. So I said, Sulla man, it's a privilege and honour to be our oh, stoked. I love that. the thing is one of the things that I enjoy about acting also is that is my experience with the Naked Samoans. Um on theatre, you know. It's spending that time, like two weeks or three weeks rehearsing. Mm-hmm. It means, because we're all so busy, we hardly ever see each other. But if we're in that space, we just get to hang. And it's just us, just make, taking a piss out of each other, just laughing. I remember the first rehearsals I had with them. I came out of there doing a work, ab, a, uh, an ab workout, because I was laughing so, so much. But it was just like, it was just, it, yeah, it was, a, it, it was just... Um, and I became instantly kind of um, in tune and connected to those guys. Would yeah. you now, you know, and part of my um, another guy, and that of the boys that are part mm. of my, my my community as well. But um, yeah. surely,
2: yeah. surely you must have some interesting stories, some funny stories, are uh, Robbie? that's oh, an we'll, interesting? Oh, I, I suppose was... the
1: only interesting one, oh, two, Oh, two. The last show we did was called not. Uh, before the 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 magic show we did a one guy uh Nackersanwans got home, and one of the scenes in that uh, it was all the Naked Samuels, Uh We were playing guitars and singing the song and then and we had a guy named Jerome bless him, Jerome Liotta, he would lives in Wellington and because none of us could play guitars, he taught us the the chords to play, and but he used to tune all our guitars, and so if you tune our guitars and we'll put that and then we'll get on stage. <laughs> And we'd be playing it, and there was two nights. I think it was a week. I think it was been a probably three or four nights, I think it was. We'd get on stage and we're playing it and all out of tune. All our guitars are out of tune. I went, Far out. What the hell for Jerome? So anyway, poor Jerome, Dave laid into him and said, Sully, you're supposed to fucking tune tune those guitars. all so I did, I did, poor Jerome said, I did, he did. And I believe I didn't know what's happening. So another night, same thing happened again. Get on, get to. All out of tune All I could We didn't know at the time we're in the third, And then the third night All I could are lined up And I And I came And I, I came I've come from to the toilet And I come into the side Of the stage And there was Mario <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> <Sad>. <laughs> there was
1: Mario going <laughs> <laughs> and I went, and I went, so and went. All <laughs> <laughs> so stage two nights, he would just. He'd keep he'd done he done. Could, but he, used to, he'd talk, he, used, he told us to because because when we played it, he would be on the side of the stage just cracking up because all he, all he could see was just us going. <laughs> but it's like, so, it. and then the other one, I just did a job with we Edinburgh i'd had a big night no uh, we had a night show and i caught up with some mates from school and i was drunk and i ended up doing the show really drunk but it ended up being the best show i'd ever done (laughs) (laughs) but but, you know that's it but it's just like it's just i just love hanging out with those guys i love it and uh, it'll be nice to go off with a bang with just yeah. yeah one more show
0: the the I don't know they've been so you guys have been so important to the culture and to our community and especially a generation that would have been watching and seeing brown faces yeah <laughs> and I was like man if they can do I can do it and and so it's um it's, it's cool having you here and it's cool hearing the Thank stories you. and mm. yeah a big part of our show also is like honoring our guests like yeah words of affirmation how much that you have meant to us cuz And we get opportunity to do it here so we just want to honor you and thank you for Mm -hmm. i know you when i actually like do you see yourself as a trailblazer and not to put that pressure on you but for a lot of us coming like watching you guys and watching you also man you you have been that trailblazer or blazer (laughs) trailblazer because man amongst adversity among a time that um not many of our not many of our people were on the screen you guys were and you guys the cartoons you guys did these films and some of the theater shows and so yeah so i just want to honor you so thank you thank you so much for um yeah being that guy being the one um, where we hear these um, old saying, shut up, pal! <laughs> <laughs> Man, dude, who would have thought back issues, then? Yeah. Man, you know, mm-hmm. See, um, yeah. everyone laughing at, at, at stuff that we like our normal life. So yep. it's so cool. So not to put pressure on you, but even though you probably don't put that label on yourself, but for us, like in terms of. Um, paving the way and um you guys doing you and just showing the blueprint for it and mm-hmm. even even just sharing like man i still have my struggles but you also still have your dreams and you know you're not done yeah
3: man just want oh, to so. so thank you also. thank you
0: and i'm encouraged like some of these stuff you would be saying to really resonate with and i got my like to-do list this week like, okay anything that comes to my mind i'm gonna ask <laughs>
1: it's cool yeah. man oh thanks guys it's been a, it's been an honor thank you as i said oh man because i was saying to you guys before i don't normally do i you know i get asked to do a lot of podcasts and but i um i saw b and i saw and then when i saw b because b put it up on his post and i watched his interview and then i went into your instagram and i was just watching or listening to some of the stories that it's um it resonated with me as well which is why when you when you text when you DM he goes yeah man I'll be I'll be happy to be part of that." because um, yeah so, gonna say, thank you thank you for having me fellas oh no man it's, it's a privilege
0: sorry I prematurely did that and oh well, no it's, it's so cool yeah. it's, I know you, James still got heaps <laughs> of questions and so your bottles are. of you,
4: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> it's funny you mentioned Oscar because I know that you were there when he got his better yeah. And so, I was curious about how important it is, you think, and in, in your mind, how important is it to honor tradition, it's, cultural traditions, th- or just the traditions that have been passed down?
1: Um, I think it's highly. I think it's highly important. I think it's the most important, especially in our cultures, whether it be you know all our Pacific Island brothers and sisters. I think it's really important. I think it's the foundation of who we are, and if that's not installed in us, then. We'll, I think we get that's where we get lost and I think that's where our youth are getting lost is because of that foundation. It hasn't been set. Um, I'm a big I'm yeah. As much as I say, I, I I as much as I don't want to be um, a shining what is it, you know, what whatever it is that you said, I there's also there's also part of me that is proud to to be a Samoan, proud to be a Polynesian representing um and there's been a few times there where I've done projects where I think I just look around goes, jeez, mm-hmm. all right. I'm the only brown person in this room. I'm the only brown person in this cast. And that to me is makes and that to me makes me proud. But I think it's 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 important. And I hope I I don't think we are at this stage now at this stage we are we are losing it and I hope it doesn't come to that stage. So I think it's in, you know, I'm guilty of it. My, my, my kids are balangi um, Samoan. Uh, and, you know, I think they tend to lean more on the balangi side, those two. So I think it's my it's my responsibility um, as part of our community to actually, okay, wear them in and actually share share what it is, what their other half, where they, the other half come from. And I know that I've said, I know as a dad, I've done that, mm. I've done that, but I need to do more. They need to learn about more about their culture, you know. I want them to spend some time with their grandparents before they go, mm. you know, just to, because once they go, that's it. That's half of the knowledge or half of the stuff that I don't know about, that's gone, and I can't give that to them. So I want my grandchildren to, I mean, I want my children to to learn, especially from my dad. He's, I mean, as much as that, you know, he's done... Yes, he He's an amazing dad. He's a is incredibly talented, um, and he, his knowledge of our culture mm. is amazing. It's it's blow, it blows my mind. So, I want Dad to share that with with my kids before before he passes on. Um, so that's my job as a as a Samoan to to pass that on. And yeah, just mm. proud. I'm proud. Just proud to be. Here. It's funny because I never. It's growing up as a kid were you one of those kids i remember growing up as a kid looking in the mirror and wishing my nose was pointy like balangis and i used to do that all the time so see, like that like that you know and then i got to a point because i love my nose, you know because you were you know you I mean, I got it, you know, yeah, I mean, we all go through that racism kind of thing. So it was like, it was like, I just wish there was a point in my life where as a child, mm. as I was growing up, it was like, man, I wish I was a palangi. I hate this colour, you know, I hate this colour. I want to have a pointy nose because my friends have pointy nose and they're accepted. But now it's just like, I love who I am, <laughs> you know. I'm proud of this colour. I'm proud of my nose kind of thing. So, and it's important to... To pass on our history to, to our kids mm-hmm. in London before. You know, that's it's, it's why people didn't. Like, you know, there there was that time where people started to change their Samoan name into Balangi you name know, because they had because it was yeah, be, yeah. Mis- mispronounced kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. So all those things, you know, it's just like, I think about it now because, yeah, now stuff that. Mm. I'm proud. I, you know, I'm just proud to be Samoan. I'm Samoan. I'm freaking proud of it. I'm, proud yeah. to here to represent all my all my Polynesian brothers whether it be Tongan, you know Hawaiian everyone it's just, that's just so cool. yeah it's
0: cool you that's can tell you're dream. proud because you just google your name and it goes proud Samoan <laughs> New Zealander yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> or yeah, even yeah, in your bio yeah, yeah. like you're, so it's cool
4: something about a, that though like it's it's such a journey to get to that point where you can accept it because I think similarly, I grew up where I was the only brown guy in the circle. And I was like, at first I was like, oh, cool, I'm the, the, I'm happy to to be the the token 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 because at least I'm accepted. Um, But you sort of get to a point where you start to question like, man, why am I being asked to do all the the karaki or the prayers all the time? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And you start to almost resent being the only brown guy there. And so it's a, a balance between being the why, why is it only yeah. me that's being asked to do this stuff versus yeah. the other side? And I think you touched on um, representing when you're yeah, the only one. And it's yeah. like, yeah, yeah, I, I'm proud. Mm. Yeah, I am the only one proud one here, but I'm representing yeah. not just me, but it's yeah. yeah. So I just thought it was cool that you sort of touched on that and just brought that thought to my mind. I love mm. to
1: represent when it comes to those things, but I'm terrible. But that's yeah. something <laughs> I need to learn. I love it when um, we go to uh, when I think that we went to a close friend's funeral and one of my. Um, one of the boys got up and spoke in Samoan and I was like, and then another friend of ours, Māori boy got up and did the same thing, did the karakia and all that and I was like, I want to do that. I want to be able to do that, you know, because they asked me, I said, I can't do that. Give it to give it to Joe kind of thing, you know, but I want to get to that stage where I can do that. But so it's it's also my, as much as I, it's my responsibility to to show my kids our, my, our culture, it's also my responsibility to, to actually ask my father yeah. to ask to teach me that, you know. So, cool.
4: and how difficult is that juggling everything that is going on in life, and then finding time where you can actually grab that knowledge, make it make sense for you, and yep. then like bring that wraparound support for your kids.
1: I think in terms of me moving forward and get and. Um, it's probably, I'd probably want to do, if I wanted to, if I, like, I if I wanted to, to, to learn from my dad, I think I need to go, I definitely, because they live in Samoa, mm. I definitely need to go over there and just sit with him for, and um, spend a week with him and just talking, because, um, and just, because my dad, for a long time, he used to be, <laughs> we used to have this running joke, it's like, uh, to all our friends, I said, don't get in the trap. And the trap what well, that usually means is when dad starts talking, you cannot get out.
3: <laughs> <laughs> get trapped are you? You're trapped yeah. You are
1: trapped. <laughs> so now I want to go back to Samoa and being caught in that trap and actually accept it and live mm-hmm. in that. Because I think there's something, there's definitely something. I for me it's just like I I had this mechanism where I said, oh shit, dad's going on and on again. I just so automatically I just put it up. And if I go back to when I go back to Samoa, I need to just like relax, let that down, and just absorb what he has to say. Because I've I've heard the old man talk to, I've heard the old man talk, and he's like, "Yeah, man, okay, I get you. Yeah. All right, you're wise. Whatever. It's <laughs> <laughs> beautiful, man. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, hey, also, you don't mind if we run it
2: back to um to your brother Poor." Um, yeah and you ends up to you can say hey I don't want to talk about it, but um in terms of your brother um passing away so i'm curious to, to to find out in terms of how how much of uh, of an impact or how much did it impact you in terms of um whether it be healing whether it be in terms of um finding answers and all, all those things that are answered out there and you think man what the, why why was there a sense of um i guess you could say a sense of helplessness or did you even have an inkling as to what your brother was going through also?
1: as you probably know from my perspective i had no inkling at all none at all um my brother and i um poor had yeah. um really close friends that he confided and i wasn't one of those you know Um, So in terms of Knowing where he was Emotionally I mean I had a sense I had a sense In terms I didn't have a sense In terms of What he was going through In terms of Where he was The demons that he had But I saw How he was um, With With his Wife So I got a sense That was the only bit That I saw In terms of How they Kind of clashed but in terms of everything else I had no idea None whatsoever So for me it was the whole time I was asking why Why didn't you ask me Why didn't you ask me But I answered that with Well I probably wasn't Giving out signals That he that so he could trust me To, to tell me Because that was my question The whole time when it happened It says why didn't he tell me Why didn't he talk to me But for me it was like I didn't give that indication that I that he might trust me to to say those things that he needed to say cuz you know finding out later on that he did have he did have demons and there are other things that played that probably that we didn't know about that um brought him to to taking taking his life so dealing with it like as, as I said before it was just me being open about how I was feeling and then seeking the help if I if I found it difficult in those difficult times and just having the people that that I trusted confide in them um I mean I mean the first year I mean I, as anyone I mean anyone that's ever been through that the first year is a nightmare first year I yeah I, I cried a lot and uncontrollably cried um and you just didn't know when it happened and it would just come and it would just come and then when it does come it's just like I let it come and just just go with it it's getting it's easier now but I still feel this presence you know there are times and uh yeah it's you know there'll be days that I don't think about him and then all of a sudden it goes oh hey to me it's just okay like, hey, just i'm still here mate i'm still here um but i uh i made a promise to him uh that i'd achieve achieve my goal by you know yeah, you know, achieve that what i wanted to do for him because i know that guy was the most talented if not he was probably more talented than me in terms of what we did um so my journey now is for me and him um to 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 reach the, the pinnacle, or where it is that where where our pinnacle is is going to be, where that is, and I will know, and uh, Poos will know as well. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I haven't really t- no. Actually, to be honest, this is the first time I've ever talked about it um, publicly. Um, but um, yeah, I, I I it was just the, all those all all those questions. was why. Why didn't you um, you know, and just trying to figure that out but I came to terms with the fact that well you'll never you'll never know that you know, and you didn't put it out there that so he could trust you to confide in them, but I also think he also probably needed to to seek the help that he needed, and I also think that his surrounding or the people or the the people that should have helped him. Went the right people to, to, to be there to support him, and I feel like those that, that those people were the wrong people to be around him that didn't give him the right advice or no advice at all. So, yeah.
2: Yeah,
1: man. Thanks for us Just
2: goes back to what you were saying in the beginning, eh, Robbie? You have to find the right people and the right support. Yes, yeah, it is. The it right is. Supports. It is. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um,
2: but yeah. 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 Yeah,
0: man. Thanks, also. Rest in peace
2: to, to your brother, Manos.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, just you share about your brother Like I'm thinking about the laugh Oh Sully. <laughs> That laugh was contagious <laughs> That
1: guy used to light And I mean everyone always says He used to light a room yeah, yeah, He yeah. did He literally did with that laugh And um, every time Every time we Even when we walked on Shortland Street That laugh I said so just calm down man <laughs> Just calm down But his energy His energy But I, yeah but i was you know sometimes i think that energy is that hiding something as well you don't know you know is he hiding something behind that because um yeah you just don't know you know uh i'm not trained no, i'm not trained enough to pick up on those signs. but but he was um yeah he was uh, yeah he was a india yeah, he was a good man and when and, you know when we talk about good men he was a good man he was a good man and you know I I get a lot of messages from people saying so he did this for me he did this for me he spoke to me he did that so um, you know it pisses me off that you know and I say this and and the press hate it you know the press still use his name to get the click bites Mm. you know who you are Um, you know as I said to them before it's just like you know know, I think recently when I think I think the New Zealand Herald put something out on him and I'm thinking to myself, what the what the hell do he you need from a man? Mm-hmm. You know, he took his life. Mm-hmm. What else? He took his life. He took his life. So what else? But you know, those 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 assholes don't give a shit as long as they mm-hmm. get the clickbait's and the the, the click and the and um, so that's one thing that really pissed that mm-hmm. that's really pissed me and my family off. Is just like it's just endless. You know, we've we've kept quiet. We've kept quiet in terms of that. You know. When the media have asked us about Alchemy, you no, know, we just, you know, we just keep to ourselves and let everyone else say what they want, mm. and and it eventually, and it eventually, does blow over. So, but yeah, I've got no respect for those media outlets that keep on, you know, mm. no respect at all. So, this is going to be interesting, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it
4: yeah. is interesting though, because mm-hmm. when I was. Doing the research, I had actually picked up the article, and it came yeah. out recently. And it, it was, was
1: recently, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Why
4: did this come yeah. out? Yeah, recently. It, that was one of the questions I had. Was like, where did this come from? And so we why? had no
1: idea. We yeah. had no idea because I know, not long after Pooh, long after Pooster, they had an article, his hideous article about him, um, and then and then and we didn't say anything, and they and t- contacted us, and I said, no, no, he's gone. we've got nothing to say. You know, what else do you want us to say? There's nothing to say. He's gone. So we let that pass. And then, yeah, it was just like I got a call from, I got a text from a mate. And said, and she, she said to me, don't take any calls that if you don't recognise them. I go, well, what's up? And they said, they're at it again. And I think, oh, man. Why? Why? But I think that backfired on them. I think that actually backfired on them that um, that people say, you, you know, there's only one way. This, the only reason you're doing this is for click, you know, to get the clicks. Yeah. But yeah, assholes.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you tell them, tell them straight up. You, you know who you are. <laughs> you're all a bunch of assholes.
1: Yeah. I won't do anything with them. I won't. I, I refuse to do it in, in terms of publicity. I refuse to do anything with those guys for that
0: reason. So. Yeah. And on mandate, the People's Party. <laughs> yeah. Main Street. Main Street. Main Street <laughs> thank you, bro. And man, I hope we, yeah, uh, oh, just thank you. Just, <laughs> you know, stuff you're sharing and um, and just even like you, you can tell you still, like with all your goals and dreams, like um, we only wish the best for you. Also, thank you. You as as well. and your family. Thank you. And um I'm just encouraged that like um just as you navigate the space and and um and space of healing and figure out what's the next step, mm, like yeah. We can only like um like we always have this connection to our our guests that we always want the best for them. And you know, our sometimes when we put out content like people go on the there was comments and, stuff and we're really protective of that yeah. and and these guys Got this rule That I'm not allowed To respond to anyone Anymore Because Why Because I'm, go. oh, I'm that so guy who Like to step people up <laughs> Where do you live Where do you live Where do you live, where do you live? <laughs> where do you live When I send the milkman So yeah I'm not allowed To um, respond to anyone But um, I don't know where I like to see it I like to see
3: where
4: and speaking of stepping people up, i, I do not actually no. What is it not?
1: You were gonna <laughs> say. No, what would, no, you have to say no. No, you started. You have to do it now.
4: I, I saw when I was like doing the research. I remember seeing a picture of a guy that you were, you were looking to like find someone to fussy him because he had, um, he had made some threats or talking smack online to your daughter or said something to your daughter. And I remember being like, and you said something about, I, I'm happy to go to jail or die to protect my children. When was, was that? Like, I can't it remember. Was it was, week. It was <laughs> last week. <laughs> <laughs> Yesterday. <laughs> was that it was, me? I was, yeah. yeah. It was, I think it was a couple of years ago now. Um, but I was just seeing the fire. As a father, I was like, "Oh." I wonder what was it, me or poor? It was you. Wait. So what did I say? um You said something about I'm happy to go to jail or die to protect my children. And you're, there I was would. this guy that had, I think, he had sent a threatening message, or he's talking smack oh. to your daughter. And yeah well, Find this Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. He was yeah. a
1: troll He was a tro- he, Yeah he had And he said something About my daughter And I was like Oh you My foe um, That's Yeah That's <laughs> When my kids get involved yeah, Mate That's, that's I'm mean, For any father yeah, Really yeah, eh yeah, absolutely. You get to that point Where you can't control It's just like Don't you Ever Ever Bring my kids Into that man Cause Get the angry Samo <laughs> <laughs>
3: <Yeah. laughs> oh, Get so the
1: angry <laughs> Yeah, really yeah. Yeah, that about. guy was an idiot. He was mm. a clown. What was his name? Was oh, it was ages <laughs> ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he put something out. He put something. Yeah, he said something. But that's the thing you deal with If you respond to those guys, that that give yeah. 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 gives it yeah. a so the fuel. Yeah. It's the same thing with the media thing. It's just like we didn't want to do anything. It just fuels them. It's fire to the. It's fuel to that fire. So that I just what I do now is like I just I just block them. I just block him now. Although well, my my, my ex girlfriend used to take joy because she's a writer. She was, she used to be a, well, she's a writer. She used to take joy getting back. I mean, writing back to this troll. I don't have that skill.
0: I don't have that skill. But she would just
1: destroy them, literally destroy them. I just block him now. I just literally block them. But,
0: oh, sorry. Are you involved in the Duck Rockers project?
1: Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I play my father.
0: Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. You, what is your? All the boys play. The,
1: well, uh, yeah. The all school. the boys play the fathers of the uh, the characters. Our oh, our characters.
0: Um, are you? What is? Are you encouraged by the the, the younguns coming up?
1: Or I am. Yeah. Yeah. It's I so am. Good. My thing. Um, Especially those boys. They worked hard. They worked really hard. And it took a while to find those guys. Mm. Um, I I don't know whether they'll get – whether Duck Rockers will get another uh, season. I hope they do Mm. because those kids were just finding their feet – you know, because I saw them on set as well, and they actually started to be like how we are. They said <laughs> yeah. so the neck is our Samoans, you know, <laughs> so even because I follow some of them on Instagram and they still hang out. Mm. You know, so, so that bond was built. And I just hope that they, you know, the powers that be give Duck Rockers another go because. Those boys will shine. Those boys will shine. Yeah, it was yeah, such yeah.
0: a cool um, project, and we're watching it. My, it's yeah. cross generational. Like, um, yeah, yeah. My, my son was watching it, and yeah, yeah. Um, I'm watching it because you know, us and um, watching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, right. wedding. Wedding, yeah. and so it's so, so cool. I uh, hopefully they did get. A I hope so. I hope. Yeah,
1: yeah. I hope so. They, they, those boys deserve, it. and they were really good boys mm. as well. You know, and they had fun. Yeah. yeah. But it's finally, it's a hard one for them because. You know, they, they didn't know each other apart from the two boys. The I think brothers, they were brothers. They yeah. were brothers. Um, but to come into that environment and then try to establish that chemistry that we had, you know, it's a hard thing to do, you know. But, I, and as, but as the shoot got on, I started to see that with them and to the point that when the shoot started to finish, they were still hanging out. I guess, yes, give them another season. Yeah. Give them another season because you'll see. You'll, you'll start to see. Okay, yeah, yeah there they are. Yeah, they are. So, There's the Duck Rockers right there. There's the Duck Rockers there. That was
0: fun. wedding in 3?
1: Is that in the pipeline? Is that in the pipeline? No no, 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 no. I think... I actually don't know. I, I, don't, I don't know. I, with the Naked Sound was... I think me, from a from a personal point of view, I would just like us to do one more theatre show. One more theatre show. We tour it tour it here at New Zealand. Uh, Wellington, Christchurch, and Dunedin, and then LA, and then that's it. Because <laughs> there's a huge there's a huge Polynesian community in LA. Yeah. yeah, I'd love to see that.
0: So even Australia,
1: even yeah, Aussie, or even just do here, Wellington, Aussie, LA. Naked. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come, on. <laughs> Come on. But uh and I no, no I don't no, no not not see on this wedding. I think if anything, probably a TV show, but I don't know. That's let's, uh, let's but I couldn't see us doing another movie film. Who knows? Who knows?
4: We'll see. Curious about just thinking about Duck Rockers and seeing the youngins come in and playing these characters. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just thinking about ownership of character in terms of when you're playing someone that's based on a real person, yeah. um, but then the actor who's playing them wants to bring something new. Like, what's that like? Navigating letting them bring something new that maybe. Uh, I think. I, I think.
1: I think. I think it's up to the. It's up to the, the, the writer. I think if it's it's in tune with the story, yeah, hell yeah. But if you're going to be, if the story, if the if the character is strictly about the character, you've got to be, you've got to pay respect to that character and add. So, I mean, don't get me wrong, there are other actors that add their element, um, but that's a line that how it has to be you have to okay that with either the the showrunner or the writer or the director kind of thing but when it came to Sione's wedding when we played our dads like I play my dad because my dad was my dad and does that make sense yeah my real dad played Michael when I played Michael so when I played my dad so I ended up just playing my dad but I was more my dad is more <laughs> I mean, there was a Comedic um, Element To how we played the Sione's, You know Instead of the real dad I mean if it was About my real dad Then that would Definitely be different Kind of thing But yeah So yeah There's, there's always freedom But it's It's asking Whether you can do that Sometimes you are And sometimes you cannot nah, Just stick to Just stick to What I write down Yeah so
2: mm-hmm. I So I need, need to ask Robbie Because throughout your Illustrious Career thus far Has there been a character You say like, Man this is This is the character, I love love playing a favourite character in terms of your career, in terms of television, theatre, feature films.
1: Yep. Um, I think it was the two characters that I spoke about earlier on um, where I played Gary Cooper and then I played um, that character where that P guy went on a rampage and those two characters are out of the ordinary for me the thing, the fun, the fun thing about playing a bad guy is it, you're free to do whatever, mm-hmm. you know. The thing of the bad guy, you're restricted. There's a restriction in terms of how you should play him because as a bad guy, you can do anything. You can go nuts, you know. You can throw your hands. Perfect example is um, Heath Ledger in Batman as mm-hmm. the Joker. Joker yeah. He just went out. He's just like you know. You have that freedom to play the bad guy. So when I t- played that um, that character in Uh, club Paradiso is just like it was just like it was freedom i could do whatever i like and that's that that what 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 was exciting about that show was i i got to a point because all my character was do was i literally just terrorized them absolutely terrorized all these patrons in the pub and what i got to what happened is the more fear the, f- the more fear I saw in the eyes, the more it made it, it, it got me going. So it's just like, this, if I see fear and then goes, yeah, I'm going to add more and more. I got to a point where I, was, I had to, take. I had to say, hey mate, uh, back it up a bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just back it up. But then as an actor, you get to that fine, when you get there, it's just like, yeah, this is where it's at, because mm. you're at that fine line where you just don't, you forget that this is actually just a theatre, and there was a moment in there I just lost myself because I just the, the the I got a kick out of making them scared, and the more they were scared, the more I wanted to make them scared. It's just like, oh, oh, oh. but um, and that was a that would have been, yeah that that um, that character there would have been up there for with, um, in terms of getting a kick or getting my buzz mm-hmm. out of being an actor is that is is that, up to that mm-hmm. fine line.
2: I, I can imagine it must be into like the, their, their characters, there's yeah. some, some sort of sense of liberation, like I yeah. can just do whatever, I can say whatever. Yeah, yeah. And not be bounded and yeah. not be restricted.
1: But the thing is with that not, with that character though, it took me to calm down mm. from that level, it's it it took me a while. It took me until I couldn't I I couldn't get to sleep until about three o'clock because it was so you got to that level of a journaling. You know, mm. which is why those balangis always go for that sort of thing, that journaling kick. I got a journaling out making people scared, of fear. Um, it, and I know I'd achieved that when, because t- we took that show to Wellington, and my family mm. came one night, and two of my cousins were in the audience. They said to me after the show, sort of, because I knew who you were, but that wasn't you. All I wanted to do was run on stage and cook you. <laughs> So I wanted to kill. I said, I nearly jumped down my seat and come "Yeah." That and then might, I yeah, 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 done the my job. That's <laughs> my own family member saying. So I want to come and smash you. Guys. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but, but mm. yeah. You don't do any, like method acting and all that. It, or that. What's your style? Like? Oh.
1: my view. My view on method actors.
3: Mm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm I'm all for people's people how they work and how they function my view on method actors is I think it's a, if it affects everyone whether it be crew and cast then I think it's a selfish way of, of of going about it you can still be a method actor right but not affect the people around us my thing is I've I've come across one method actor and she was fantastic, right? She just kept herself, you know. She kept herself and she did her thing. She didn't get in the way. I have a problem when method actors get in the way of how I function mm-hmm. or how anyone else function. Unfortunately, the people that cop it are the, car, are the crew because they have to deal with it. Um, as an actor, I can step away from that. But I feel like with method actors, it... They create a sense There's a sense of unease Depending on the character There's a sense of unease That comes Mm. with it It depends And also it depends On the character they're playing If they're playing an asshole You know There's a sense of unease That they bring on set with them You know Because they're, they're, they're This person that they're playing Great You know But it also Makes everyone else On set uncomfortable So And people You know People that will watch this And say Oh shut up Robbie What do you know But That's my view That's my view. Do your method actor. Great. Don't let it affect mine because that's when I will have a problem with it. That's when I'll have a problem with it. Um, But the other thing is about method actors. right? They're putting pressure on themselves because they're being this character. So if you're going to come on, you better bring it. If you're going to be this Mm. character and you're going through all this, you better bring it. Mm. You better bring it. Because if you're method acting, you get on then your Gaia. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs>
3: my mom gave me my mom. <laughs> <So if laughs> one. you a
4: method uh, actor. So, everyone I considered, that's a possibility <laughs> that you'd be a method <laughs> actor, but a trash one.
0: <laughs> but if one of the Sam brothers were method acting <laughs> and they were getting in the way, what would you say to them?
3: Silly. Why?
1: Yeah. no i you know i'm I'm very i see when i'm very respectful of people's um systems or how they function or how they work you know and but as long as they don't affect mine you know i keep to myself how i i how i prepare is i read the script the last i've just done a show down in Christchurch, and i did some reach my my because i thought it was a great they were Great script. It was a great, script, great, great cast, great crew, and it was a great role. So, I ended up doing some research. I was playing a detective, so I ended up hanging out with some detectives, just seeing how they function and how, yeah. um, how they deal with you know certain, certain circumstances they come across. Whether it be you know, I mean, those guys see a lot of stuff. You know, it's very sim- similar to um, being a teacher and having that all that burden, and, and then. So getting that, making so that was my foundation. Set that, I know what to do as a detective. Now learn the script. And then just go from there and then just at the end of the day we're just pretending to be other people. You know? <laughs> the writing the acting's already done. If it's a good writer, the actor that 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 of it Or 80 or 80% of it Is already done for you You've just got to read the words Because those writers Have worked their asses off To put that on page And for You know And then there are some other scripts That are just terrible And then you have to You know Add that But if it's a good script It's already done for you Just read their words You know What they've written is Imagine So as an act We just pretend to be people You know And I always I always look like, wasn't it um, Lawrence Olivier? I was at Lawrence Olivier when he was working with Dustin Hoffman because he's a bit of a method actor. And you know, he got to a point where he's just like, Oh my gosh. And he, I, I, I don't remember the actual quote, but he said to him, Dear, he said something like, Oh, something he said. He basically said, and along the lines I God. It's just acting, my it's it's it's, ju- it's I'm I'm gonna get it wrong and I'm gonna butcher it, and so I'm sorry, it says Dear Man or something. This what we do is just acting, right? That's all it is, you know. Is it but it is in the end of the day it was just acting. As long as you've done the work, the foundation built, know who this character is, know your lines, you know your lines inside out, and then you can play around with it, then you're fine. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Method actors Yeah, I've only come across one and she was and she was great and she was fantastic. Mm-hmm. She just did her thing. But I've yet to come across one where it was just like fun. And I don't know, to be honest, I don't know how I would deal with it. I, For me, it was just like, dude, I know it's one of those things, if I don't say anything, it's just going to bug me. But I think, <laughs> it, and I'll just say it in the first day, if this is how you function, fantastic. Don't get in the way of how I do things because then we're going to have an issue. Mm-hmm. But yeah.
2: What about the, some, some of the scenes or some of the uh, the TV shows or even the feature films? Have there been any actors where you feel like, man, you are a stink actor? <laughs> 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 Has there been so Bro, you, you, you're in the wrong profession. Wow. You're in the wrong profession, man. Come on, you're killing it for everyone. Have I?
1: No, um, no, no. Not not to a point where I say, you know, you say, Oh my gosh, how did you get this wrong? <laughs> not that. It's just um I've been with actors that um they've been great but there are actors that you can bounce off, like you, you know, you just bounce off each other. You know, when you're when you when you're jamming or stuff, you're just bouncing off each other. There are a lot of actors when you get that, that's great. But there's some actors that I there are actors that they come on set and they have a certain way of, okay, I've got to be here. I've got to deliver it this line. So then they're not open up to anyone else. You know, they're just like struck. Their structure is like, he's going to say that. I'm going to understand it, but then I'm going to deliver it this way. So it's really hard to work to those actors because not every scene is going to be the same because you might throw something, um, mm-hmm. the, the, the line, might you might throw it differently. It might have a different meaning. So it's, yeah. So I want to say Stink it's just... Yeah, yeah, just <laughs> just, <laughs> just not in tune. Sometimes yeah, we're yeah, not, yeah. not in tune, and and but it could be for the them as well. You know, yeah, like, yeah. they could just say like, Robbie Mungose was gay me. <laughs> I wasn't getting anything of him, and I'm sure that's happened as well. But
2: yeah, well, how, how about those love scenes? Like. I got
1: a great story for you. It was when I did Stick Men. Um and have you if you guys ever seen Stick Men? In this first scene of Stick Men, there's this montage of me having sex with this girl and then the boys um playing pool. So, you know, like um flick the you know, the little Case with a so it's flick mm. so then the montage of me flicking my buttons and stuff. Anyway, I did the sex scene, the sex scene. <laughs> it, was, it was my first ever sex scene, so I was nervous. And we, it was it was the first we spent a whole day filming that sex scene. And there was one scene where um this girl, uh, this the girl, slowly puts her hand down my pants, <laughs> and. So in the scene, so we did the rehearsal and she just went halfway and then stopped. My guys have gone, ah, oh, sweet hands, sweet hands.
3: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, yeah, hands. Okay, all right, we're we ready to go. Yeah, roll and action. So she slipped her hand all the way down, doesn't touch it, but it just grazes it. <laughs> and then they said, oh, yep, cut. <laughs> My good old mate here. <laughs> She my her hand She took it, and it's just my good old mate. He just decided to stand up. Look <laughs> <laughs> so at this Woody. Get this heart on. And <laughs> I'm going. Oh my, god, oh my god! I turned around, and, and the boom up guy. You know the guy that holds the boom. <laughs> yeah, I turn around, and he and he turns around and it's what, it sees my face. It sees my eyes. Looks down. It sees my. <laughs> <it> sees my <laughs> <laughs> sees my, sees my mate there,
3: <laughs> and
1: he went. We he, up, he went like there. We, went, we <laughs> and I went. I know. And then she. He goes. He goes to me. Oh, this is bad. And then he goes to me. <laughs> he goes to me. <laughs> oh, sick guy. <laughs> sick guy. I'm so sorry. That's But that's what they said. I'm so sorry. But I was just like, I cracked up. And then uh, after that, I just walked away. And just it, it, my little mate, the little mate decided to go back down. But that was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <that's laughs> so that was. So <laughs> That scene was just like, but it was like the first one up. It was the first scene, first one up. Um. (laughs) up, But it was just like, you know, I was nervous. It was the first scene, and then the hand was down there, and all those combos. Just like, oh my gosh! And then just don't have no control. And my mates going, "What's going on here?"
3: <laughs> but
1: those 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 scenes are uh, those scenes those sex scenes are hard, man. Mm. They're they're really they're really really hard. Um, you've just got a choreograph. When you do those scenes, they have to be choreographed. It's just like a dance. And the whole thing is making sure the person you're working opposite is comfortable and then finding out where their boundaries are. We never used to have that. We have them well, they're called um Oh my gosh, I am getting dementia, um, but they have someone now that comes on set and talk you through it. So they basically said, "Robbie, are you happy for? Are you happy? So, so and so, are you happy for Robbie to touch you here?" And and they, get, they say yes or no, uh, and they say yep, yep, yep. So then you find out where that person that you are working with is comfortable with where, where they where you they want to be touched. So then it becomes a dance kind of thing back then you had to had to figure it out yourself for me it was just like finding meeting the 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 person I was doing it with and then finding out what she was comfortable with or what he was comfortable with and then just going from there and then just working uh, then just working around there but um yeah there there yeah they're, I yeah, I didn't like doing them they were they yeah they they were they're just uncomfortable they're just uncomfortable cuz you're naked you you were half mm. naked in front of you know 20 people Mm -hmm. cameras everywhere kind of thing and then you're worried of that I'm worried about the the person that I'm doing it with making sure I'm the the whole time I'm always making sure that they're comfortable and the same same with me and you just want it to get over and done with so then you can because they're they're just awkward Mm -hmm. they're the hardest I for me they're the hardest things to do other sex things I haven't done one in a while but it's just when you do it it's being comfortable and knowing exactly what the choreograph is, and then just when they call action, go. Know where you are, you know, and then finish. Mm. Do this, f- yeah.
0: What's that guy called?
1: He's a boom operator. Boom operator. Boom operator. The man.
0: Yeah. When I think. <laughs> what was, what was was that it? guy mentioning those <laughs> two?
1: I'm sorry. I'm a huge fan of Helen Clark. Mm. I'm sorry, but that's what he said. So
2: that was probably his fantasy. I don't know.
1: Probably, yeah. <laughs>
4: Except it didn't work. It's made it
1: worse. Bro. But never happened again. Let's just say it never happened mm. again. Nice. Never, ever happened again. Gee. Bro, man. So many. Um,
2: oh, but it has been. It has been also. It's just been an awesome. Is
0: this what we're going to end with? No no, <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm just. I'm just, just f- 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 nah.
3: <laughs> I don't know. I'm just. <laughs> Just,
2: but it has, it has yeah, been yeah, It's been really, so enlightening behind the yeah you know, just behind the scenes and, and your, your line of work and, and, and as an actor, just it's crazy, man. Just um and hearing the ins- your insights
1: bro, it's just just been awesome, bro. Well, thanks, man. It's been fun actually. I've enjoyed this. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Happy oh. to come back. Oh for sure. Anytime also man. Straight Happy up to anytime. come back. Yeah. But, yeah. And
4: there's um from all the experiences every time you talked about acting, I couldn't help but just, it always seemed like there was some sort of life lesson in there. Like you could take an analogy from there and be like, actually that can be applied to like teaching or to mm. being a husband or a father. Mm. Um, what lessons stick out to you in terms of lessons you've learned from acting that have helped you as a as a father, as a man?
1: He, um, getting control of my ego. Uh, I feel like there was a stage there where ego gotten away which led me to well led led me to where i probably might not have that could have easily without ego that could have easily gone a, a, let's say a more comfortable path but because of my ego led me to where i am today not that i regret it but i i had an easier path i had i could have easy there was a point where i could have Checked my ego and then just carried on with, uh, you know, a more comfortable path. And with his, yeah, definitely, yeah, it'd be my ego that got me to where I am today. Just checking into that. Yeah,
2: man, love that. You know what's so cool, Robbie? You said earlier on that even in the midst of adversity, during the hard times, sometimes you you find out who you really are. Sometimes, mm. eh? Yeah, and I like that. I like that. that uh, you know, it's not, it's not it put, you know, Yeah, it yeah. push
1: issue. I mean, I it definitely opened my eyes. It pushed me to the point where I was just like, it pushed me to the point of, and I just feel like, me personally, I mean, I said it before, I think for me it was just like if I wasn't in that low point of my life, I never would have seen a lot of things that I've seen now. And I've learned from that, you know, so it's like, okay, cool. Mm. You know, but I think I was just blind. I was, my life was kind you know a stage there was really comfortable I was really for 14 years I was really really comfortable so I didn't see that didn't see that but because I went through all that you know trauma and stuff it was just like okay alright and I always think you know I, I'm a big believer of things happen for a reason I, I went through that for a reason um, I wouldn't have you know understood a little bit a, a little bit more about myself if I hadn't gone through that you know yeah that would have still been hidden. That would might have come out at a point where I wasn't ready and I wasn't prepared to to deal with it. You know, so. Um, but yeah. Mm. yeah sure. Is it like describe for us
2: your your dream role if you when when you when you when you make it into the states and so forth and, and make a big? Because mm. we really believe that. What's the, what's the dream role for you? What describe for us? If this is the ideal role to, to tell our story.
1: Mm-hmm. To tell our story, a, a a a film or a TV where our story are being told, but done properly, you know. That's my dream role, is to do a either a drama telling our story, you know, telling our story, whether it be a story of how we came, you came to, you know. I feel like the story of us coming to New Zealand's been done i don't think it's been done properly or a story of how we came upon all these different islands you know that story hasn't been told that that so my dream role would be either playing a Samoan but telling a Samoan story not just Samoan but you know telling our story a Polynesian story mm. Wrote, written by Polynesian writers Directed by Polynesians and produced by Polynesians, and I think, I think we're we're getting there slowly. I think there's a there's a turn now where people are. Um, a lot of, um, you know, especially the guys that you know, my, likes of myself and the boys that I came up with. We we realise that there's a shortage of people behind the camera, people that make the calls. So, but that's changing. But I th- I feel like we'll get to a point where
0: we'll be able to tell those stories. Yeah. Awesome. Oh, just one more because um Brad Brad he's also um his dream Oh it's all right if I share your dream Brad Um His dream his ultimate dream is to become a director. Do you have an encouragement for um Brad who's behind the scenes and yeah, yeah. You, you got an encouragement for him? Well he's
1: what are you doing right now is a stepping stone to where you want to go i i mean i so i think it's the whole thing that we spoke about it's actually reaching out finding out reaching out to those people because the one thing that i will say though um what is happening right now there is a lot of brown faces behind the camera but we also need you know because, because we've been given that opportunity to be behind camera, but we've got to be good. Mm. We can't be average. And I've come across some average, right? So my only, my only thing for you, Brad, is just like, um, it's actually reaching out to the people that are doing it right now, i.e. possibly my, my bro. There's, um, there's a lot of uh, directors, uh, Polynesian directors out there. Heaps now. But it's just reaching out. It's reaching out. Because at the moment, they're looking for people to shadow. Because we want to encourage more people. We we, we want to encourage more directors, more producers. So for you, it's it's a good time for you to, to be doing, or if, if that's your dream, it's a great time to get into it now. Because there's a lot of Polynesian directors out there that you could actually reach out and say, hey, look, I'm... Wanting to to be a director, would there be any possibility of shadowing you, kind of thing? But you also got to sell yourself to those guys as well. My yeah, and that's my only thing. My only thing is if we're going to do this, do it properly. Let's do it properly. Yeah. Let's do it properly because you know, I just I just I just hate for for us to given that opportunity and not do it because I know the standard that's needed to to, to create good things. Create good shows and and stuff. It's just, and I feel like you know, dare I say, it, but this generation as well, you know, we've been that's been we've been given a lot of things, a lot, lot of opportunities, I think. But mm. if you're going to get that opportunity, take it, take it, mm. and but just do it properly, do it properly because ready, yeah, yeah. I just think there's 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 some people out there, there's some people out there that are not up to the standard where they should be.
0: Mm. I feel man,
2: well seriously. Well said, man. Well this is this
1: is why i'm scared to come on because i just <laughs> <laughs> i just sat out we just need to be better, yeah, yeah. to no, be better. Cool. because cool. there's people you know we've yeah. come out you know we've done this a, a long time now and we know the the what it is that you we, we know the standard that 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 you need to to get to a certain point and we just can't be half-hearted about it. Mm. you know we just you know, it, it, it also I feel it, it would cost. Well, not, no, no, no. Forget what I just said. But I ju- we just need to be, we just need to be good. We need to be, we need to be good. If we're given that yeah. opportunity, let's do it. Just nail like, it. Just do it. Do the work. Do the money. That's know, good. Yeah. And do it good. And do it yeah. properly.
0: Because everyone's calling out for like um, opportunities, yeah. but when the opportunity arises, mm. it's like, oh shucks. Okay. Well, the thing oh, is right,
1: yeah. especially in this industry. If you do the mahi and you do you do the work, you do it properly, you will fly seriously. But the uh, the other thing is with this, you get you get caught out as well. You get caught out quite easily if you're if you know if you're crap. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But if you know, because it's a small industry, and word gets around, and if word gets around that this person is a hard worker, you'll get hired again. Mm-hmm. If this person. I mean, it's, you know, if this person has done this, but then they had complaints about that, didn't that? Because that person won't work. It will work, but it will never get to a standard that you need to get out of this country yeah. and do it in either Australia or England or you know. Because t- what tends to happen, all the best crew in this country, they end up doing all the big American stuff, and that's where we want to see brown people mm. be, you know, behind the camera. That's awesome.
0: So also Like even though Sheesh. We're talking about Acting And this industry mm. Like uh, those lessons Are transferable to Any industry Like yeah, yeah. And so I'm really Encouraged about Okay i got to make sure I level up In terms of yeah. The stuff that I want to Pursue And what I'm good at And yeah. when the Opportunity arises And mm. That pff, I'm ready for it yeah, yeah, <laughs> You yeah. know I've done my work I've we'll, we'll, yeah. we'll done um Yeah We've we'll bought in the reps so. Yeah yeah oh, shot also. it's yeah. cool
2: 'Cause because there's a lot at stake, eh, um, Robin? Yeah, there is. Because you know, you represent uh, you know, your culture, your identity and your but more so you are not just yourself but your family and yeah and the whole nation. And so when you go like you were saying, you just go there you know, you not giving your best or no no excellence in just excellence. It's just mm. it's a shame because Regardless mm-hmm. of whether we like it or not, there's got to be some stereotypes. And think, oh, yeah, just typical, the typical, desk, the typical islander. That's, the thing, that's, the, that, that that's thing their, their well. mentality, that's what yeah. they do. That is their thing, unfortunately, yeah. you know. So, yeah we, have to, yeah, we have to bring it in terms of excellence. We just work harder. We just yeah. have to work
1: It's the same thing, man. We just have to work a little bit harder, a little bit harder. Then, you know, then the...
2: Yeah, I like it. I like industry. it you, you said there. That. That's cool. I think a lot of us regardless of whether whatever industry you're in that we need to be the best yeah there is the the
1: best Cool, because you fly you fly you you will definitely i guarantee you man you will fly you fly you will fly if you if you if you do the work and do it properly just work hard just work hard do the extra things that people don't Mm -hmm. it's the easiest that whole thing is it's been still in us the foundation of just like do the extra bit that that they didn't ask you to do Mm. you know ask questions you know don't be bello and just like <laughs> oh yeah I, know, yeah, yeah I know exactly what yep yep yep
4: just ask mm-hmm. just,
2: you know those girls um
4: i only had one one more question yep. um and it's sort of tied to this theme of um of memories and honoring memories mm-hmm. um and uh it was, it was sort of just a touch on, on your brother. I read about um, Po's Touch Cup, like a, a game of touch that you guys have been playing, you mm-hmm. know, on Saturdays um, in, in honour of him, which I thought was awesome. Um, I read about, you know, your tat and what that meant um, in terms of um, honouring him So the girls done his research! <laughs> oh, yeah, I just, I just well. thought it was awesome. And then just even you sharing with us today about carrying him with your dreams, I just thought that's such an amazing way to honour him in many different facets, and I can tell just from what you've shared that he, he meant the world to you and mm. to your family. And so my final question was, um, as a father, as a brother, as a son, what is your fondest memory? Of him? Of him as a brother, but also for you as a son to your parents and then you as a father to your kids. Mm.
1: Okay. I'll- <laughs> my fondest memory of poor I got two. One is he always used to say to me that the reason I'm doing acting is because of you, and I hold that, I treasure that. The second, and I'll always remember this, is I used to do, I used to be a lifeguard in Wellington, and I was taking um, what we call grommets, so young guys. I was, I was teaching them lifeguard, and Paul was one of them. And we were down the beach, and I was showing, you know, we were training and stuff. And then Paul comes up to me and goes, "Rob, can I go to the toilet?" He goes, "Yeah, yeah." Up. Goes to the toilet. Half an hour later, I said, "What the hell is this guy?" <laughs> Thirty-five minutes gone. Okay, tell it or tell the rest of the kids just hang out. And I went to, went to the toilet to see where he was. Going to the toilet, hear this. Turned around, saw him going through people's backs.
3: <laughs> 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 I went, Sully!
1: Anyway, I said, What are you doing? Because nothing. Get out there. Get out there. No. <laughs> so the whole time I was just like. Um. So we carry on with training, and then after training, sprint time, tells mum and dad, <laughs> kids are hiding. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, and I go out to So, what did you tell mom and have dead for? He goes, I thought you were. He goes I wasn't going to tell them.
3: That's
1: it. I, I love it when I got g- called him for stealing. It's just like, oh man, that's my boy. That's <laughs> my boy. <laughs> He was yeah. He was hard case when he was young. He was like he was a rebel. He was a real rebel. (laughs) Um, uh, My dad, my parents, uh, probably fondest memories was always, um, is what I spoke about before about them being always always supportive. Which I feel like in I I could be stereotyping here, but in terms of Polynesian family, we don't often get that support. So I thank Mum and Dad for that. They were always supportive of me, of what I wanted to. do. I you mean I failed school C, became an actor, gave up what could have possibly been a career in rugby, but they followed. But they always, they always, always supportive of of my decision. Uh, my kids, um, so so many. But I think I I think for me is the fact that they've. They, they they both live in Melbourne now, and the fact that they've they flown they've they've left the nest it saddens me, but I know they're on their way. You know, I've and I told them, and I always remember telling my little girl. I said because she works, she's my son does uh, art department, which are the guys that do the sets and stuff, and my daughter is wardrobe, and I always said to my I always said I, I said to my little girl I said once you've done that job, get out of here. Get out of here and just you know hone your craft and be better and both of them are doing that now you know and but they're but they're both good humans they're good humans but it's them the fact that they've flown they've left the nest but are doing it are doing and and i know they're both they'll both be amazing at what they they do so yeah I
2: so man, it, just, it has been, it's been a real privilege, um, Robbie, Thanks. it just has been man, just uh, obviously there's been a, a lot of laughter, but also a lot of seriousness, and just your journey, sharing your experiences in your journey um, thus far, and we wish you nothing but the best also. Oh, thank you. Nothing but the best, and we really believe, really believe, and we're speaking it into existence in terms of when you make it um, yeah, in the States, and whatever role it, it is, it's all the best for your endeavours in 2023 as well, and, but... In the future, so we look forward to having you at the table again when you win that Oscar.
3: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: or the Grammy, yeah. So, um, also all the best um, and, and mad love, mad love, um, much love to you and um, uh, and your Inga as well. So, oh, thank yeah, you, uh, man. All of So, thank you very
4: much. And honestly, just grateful for just being here and sharing your heart. I think the biggest thing that I gained from it was just seeing seeing you be yourself and speak openly about things that. A lot of people may find uncomfortable, but I mean, I think to be able to speak on it shows that you've gotten to a point, you've gone through struggles to get to that point to speak on it, and I just applaud the courage um, to, to speak those things, um, and I hope that in some small way, um, we've been able to give some sort of healing, some sort of, even if it's just literally just a laugh, I hope that we've given you as much as we can Uh, As much as we can for this part of your journey, Mm -hmm. I know there's plenty more to come, and man, we can't wait to see
0: it. Yeah, Yeah. again, also just thanks for being here. Like, um, we pride ourselves on being um, the podcast for the people, by the people, and your representation of for the people, Mm. or by the people for whoever's listening and and you've done that for years you and your crew and we just want to honor that and we look forward to just following the journey in the next couple of years yeah. um even because we know you're you're a go-getter and even if you don't reach the dream that your pursuit is the dream for us, yeah, and, yeah, you know, and encourages us to keep on pursuing. So, thank you, thank you for the last thank you for the seriousness, and just thank you for your integrity—like not compromising who you are. Yeah. There's probably you could have taken so many easier roads, but just by the sounds of it, like um, you, you don't want to compromise who who you are. And um, I just wish you all the best. And I know thank it's you. not an easy road ahead, but. Um, yeah, just know that you've got another community out here, out south and I really appreciate You're it. more than welcome, welcome to man. join us, man
1: I appreciate it No, I've, had, I've actually, I, I, I surprised myself about how open I became <laughs> kind of thing And you guys have um, given me that platform and and trusted me And you've made me feel safe in terms of opening up So, But yeah, it's okay. as as actually the yeah, first podcast I've done and to open up in that way it's just like okay cool i'm just gonna let it rip and see how we go but, um, <laughs> but it's also kind of i think you know the whole thing of it's yeah I, I, th- I think it's a healing thing as well mm. you know it's just being i like to just puke it out and then that's it and then move yeah. on but, yeah, so but cool. thank you so much i definitely come back oh, i'd yeah, love yeah. to come back you're thank welcome you so you're welcome anytime i'm proud of you guys too man this is awesome
2: <laughs> oh man this is so s- awesome Appreciate it, man But every guest that comes on also We always give them a gift What is it? We team? always give them a caricature of oh. how we envision that, oh, that, oh, that, oh. that person to be And so um, this is on behalf of the Mandate team A caricature a sketch for you, man, Oh, Can I
1: look at it now? Yeah,
2: sure
3: So who did this?
2: It's me, Pete, Are you
3: serious?
1: There you go I look really handsome. <laughs> <laughs> did but you yeah. really do this? Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's yeah. really impressive.
2: Uh, thank you. hey. We appreciate your time, Uso. But um, is is there anyone, before we kind of sign off, is there anyone that you can think of that would be ideal to come on the podcast, Uso? Anyone that did the tip of your head like, oh, you think would be perfect?
1: I think any of the Naked Simon boys would be amazing. Mm. You know, David Farnley, you would know, have a laugh with Dave <laughs> Oscar Cartley, if awesome. you can get him, reach out to him. Um, who else is there? Um, possibly Victor Victor Roger. Yeah. Victor Roger in terms of, um, from a writer's perspective, mm. you know. Oh, Oscar, Rock, Oscar as well. Mm. Uh, Frankie Adams. Oh, cool. You know Frankie oh, Adams? You know, from... Uh, to hear our sisters as yeah, well, yeah yeah yeah, 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 be cool. Um, or Annabella, Anna Annabella, oh, yeah, yes. Bella, yeah. Yeah, Villa, 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 consulte, yeah, yeah, cool, yeah, cool. <sighs> yeah. Awesome, oh, names. awesome, awesome, thank you, yeah, awesome,
2: thank you. Just reach out to those yeah, guys,
1: they'll be you know, they have a great insight as well, and mm. what it is that you do, yeah, well, yeah, what we do, yeah, yeah, <coughs> oh,
2: that's awesome, guys. appreciate it, man, appreciate your time. Also, hey, we always give our guests the last word. Any last uh, words of
1: encouragement for our men out there? Just it's um, it's just finding that community, finding that community, and those people that you can that trust and where you can be yourself. Really, it's it's that um, and what we spoke about a little before about finding an escape mm-hmm. yourself with kites and me and and I think it's important and me with motorcycles and um, and you ACDC and you know just. It's finding those avenues. It's 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 about take, just taking care of yourself, really. Um, yeah, and the things that you have your under that, that you have in your control are the th- are those things that riding motorcycles or whatever mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and finding those communities. Those are what you can. It's finding things that you have. Those things you have in control, you've got control of that. It's the things that you don't have control with that. Well, there's nothing you can do about that. Mm-hmm. But in terms of for our men out there, it's just finding those avenues where you can we're at peace or we where someone can listen to you I think it's it's highly important especially now eh? so mm. uh, yeah for sure man uh, thank so you
2: Robbie so. man thank you once again so please don't, li- don't forget to like and subscribe and comment look forward to your well our comments and as usual brothers refine
0: unlock and take, and take, take charge,
2: charge. band